Welcome back, everyone, to the Dusty Bender Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Chance Watson, with you as always, Taylor Wells, episode 88, coming at you. Double eights, the deuce eights. Uh, what, what hockey players are 88? Isn't that Patty Kane? Is it, isn't Patty, is Patty Kane 88? This is, this is the is Patty, uh, Kane. Patty Kane episode, everybody. So, uh, in honor of that, go out and punch a cabbie. Hey, well, well, um, I mean, that's an easy way for us to somehow get get fined sure. by the league or something. Um, by the league, the, the maximum, yeah, the the maximum. Yeah, the Department of Player Safety uh, has fined the Dusty Bender podcast the maximum allowed for a podcast, which is eight dollars. Eight dollars? Huh? I don't know how I'll financially Oof. recover from this. I'm going to be honest with you. That's the end of the Dusty Bender podcast if anyone from the, that listens to the show punches the caddy. That's, that is, this is the last episode. I don't think that, I don't think that defense would hold up in court. Well, your honor, your honor, these, these, this hockey podcast, this hockey podcast is 80, episode 88, and they told me to, to go punch a cabbie, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's bring him up to the stand. <laughs> first, first off, I had to find a cabbie, which nowadays is hard. You know, Uber, Uber, Lyft—they really put those guys out of business. So, so that was that was yeah, a talent so, challenge. So let's let's just you know cover all the bases. You know, find a Uber driver <laughs> and punch him in the face. Right, right. Every, yeah, you, I mean, might as, might as well find yourself a Lyft driver. You know, we got to make sure that we are we are punching somebody. In, in a service job, taking you to your destination right in the nose. Just minding their own business, mm-hmm. trying to get your stinky ass yep. to McDonald's or wherever you're <laughs> attempting to go. <laughs> that is pretty accurate. Okay, yeah. Um, so, yeah, episode 88. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Uh, please remember to uh, follow or subscribe to us on your favorite podcatcher and music app. Uh, that way you can get every episode when it comes out. Uh, we're, we're rolling them once a week now. We are on such Oof. a fucking roll. I mean, I don't know about it. It's not, we're not like on a 13-game win streak or anything, but... We're about as close to a 13-game win streak. This is this is the Dusty Bender equivalent of a 13-game win is. streak right now. This is. We've... We've been uh, we've been below the wild card for quite a while, and now we're actually on a roll. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, not to, we forfeited a lot of games. God, so many games! And all of a sudden, Jesus. all of a sudden, you know, we we uh, we brought in some we brought in some boys that can you know slap the puck around a little yeah. bit. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's weird. It's a weird feeling. It is. It is. It's weird to be uh, in the win column for the first time in a while. But you know what? <laughs> Uh, a win streak's a win streak, and uh, we're gonna keep right. we're gonna keep this rig rolling. So, uh, another episode coming at you in uh, in a week succession. We have to actually we should probably count up the streak and see what we're on. I, I just did for you. What is it? I got you. What have we got? This is this is number seven. We're on a seven game last, win streak. We're on a seven game win streak. This was uh, la- last week was a, a bit of a it was an overtime win because mm. uh, we had to we had to put it out on Thursday right or or Friday or whatever it ended up being right. right. Uh, but but back on track this week so gotcha gotcha okay well without uh i I am we are working on some merch by the way um we did mention before we got some hats that are just fucking awesome um but we don't you know we don't have like an online store or anything like that so if you guys want some cool dusty bender hats uh send us a dm and slide into our dms and ask for some merch and uh we'll we'll probably overcharge you for it yeah definitely (laughs) 
there's anything <laughs> if there's anything in the four what three or four years we've been doing this if there's anything you know about the dusty bender podcast it's we're in it for the money absolutely <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there's really, there's really only a few things that we do. This we definitely haven't been operating at a loss for the last three years. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, this is essentially a Netflix subscription for me, right. so it's fine. <laughs> Nowadays, that's getting even more expensive. Shit. Yeah, I know it. Every fucking other month, oh, they're like, hey, my life is hate to say it, but uh, my life is just subscriptions at this point. Like, you just get your paycheck, and it's gone between all the the twenty subscriptions you have. I thought I was rid of HBO Max, and then they were like, oh, there's a new Game of Thrones mm. show out. And I was like, cool, yeah, I can't wait to, to give you more of my money. I hate, I hate when I they try no to entice you into getting the, the random, you know, like, the there's the main ones. You got Netflix, you got Hulu, you got Amazon Prime, um, probably probably Chuck uh, um, Freebie in there. Some, uh, some obscure yeah, one, but, like Par- Paramount Plus. Yeah, sure, but see, yeah, those are the obscure ones. They've got like they've got like <laughs> one show to hang their hat on, like uh, the uh, the CBS disco- the CBS. Like, oh, you should get CBS. I'm like, oh, what's on CBS? Well, we've got Big Bang Theory and uh, Star Trek. <laughs> and you're like, fuck. <laughs> it's oh man, so so Star Trek's the only one that you're there you're, for. You're, I'm just paying. I just pay for one month, and you're and then I'm and then I'm out. <laughs> Okay, Timmy, we got to binge watch Star Trek yeah. this week because we're done with it after this month. There's no fucking way. Oh, Christ. Holy shit. Okay, uh, moving into our regularly scheduled programming. Um, starting off the episode with uh, our new favorite, Tweet of the Week. Hey. Uh, this uh, this Tweet of the Week uh, comes to us via Mark Lazarus. Uh, Mark Lazarus is a senior writer with The Athletic. Uh, his bio says he's old enough to feel ways about stuff. Sun-Times oh. alum, Northwestern grad, Long Island native, author. So, wow, that's a mouthful. Yeah, it's, that's, that guy is really... Is, he, is this his Twitter profile or his LinkedIn? <laughs> it's, what, it's what you say is like, it, it's his title, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> yeah, like he introduces himself as like Doctor no, Mark he's, Lazarus. No, he's from got Rhode somebody Island. that does that for him. He follows him around. Now <laughs> introducing Squire. Now introducing <laughs> the senior writer, athletic, old enough to feel ways about stuff. Sun Times alum, Northwestern grad, Long Island native, and author, the Honorable Mark Lazarus. Son of <laughs> yes, house house of Lazarus. First of his name. <laughs> yeah, good for him, good man. For I him. wish I had. Like honestly, yeah, you know, you can get away um, with anything on Twitter nowadays. Maybe I'll use the money we're making from this podcast right now, and we'll just I'll I'll, I'll order my own square. Mm, could use uh, that. Yeah, just when I walk into any room mm-hmm, in my in my house with my remote work <laughs> job, right. That makes sense. Just make sure my dogs, make sure my dogs and my fish know. That makes sense. Okay, so <laughs> the uh, God damn it, um, the tweet coming coming on November twenty first. The year is twenty thirty four. The twelve time defending Stanley Cup champion Devils have just won their nine hundred and seventy eighth consecutive regular season game. <laughs> but is the goaltending good enough? My column. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I threw it on the account. I say, uh, I, like in quotation marks, I, sp- I like how he starts out the article, despite the 12 Vesna trophies. <laughs> they they would somehow be starting Mackenzie Blackwood's kid. Jesus Christ. They just can't get out of the Blackwood family. Ugh. They're they're gonna hang they're gonna hang his jersey. They for sure. It's going in the rafters next week. <laughs> they just can't get over this guy. They just won't they just won't cut their losses on him. There are there are goalies that literally have like one bad game in the NHL and they're like No thanks. Pass. You are you are heading to waivers. Uh, they're gonna fucking they're gonna DiPietro Blackwood. But but Mackenzie Blackwood posts, you know, like above a point nine hundred save percentage and uh the devils are like yeah he's he's our future he's tender. back yeah he's back, he's back. <laughs> not 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 his back injury not his reoccurring back injury but he is <laughs> he is back right he is he has returned yes absolutely not not spinal bifida or whatever God. It's and then even and they'll they'll even try to figure it out somehow like like vitek vanacek wins he'll win the vesna you know, uh, every single time they win the cup, yeah, MVP, and then they're like, you know, but Mackenzie Blackwood is the heart and soul of this team. Like, <laughs> there's anything I know about winning hockey clubs, it's grit and backup goalies. He really Mackenzie gets, Blackwood. he really, he really pushes Vanacek for time. You know, sure, yeah. I mean, he's you know, it's all about best friends on the bench. Nipping on his heels, really. I mean, for a little bit, he was playing. He was playing okay, and then he was like, you know, oh my back, yeah, whatever happened. Not yeah, whatever injury he has. Yeah, Um, good for him. Yeah, I I thought that was. I thought that was pretty good. Um, We'll actually, we'll actually get into the Devils here later in the show. Um, But yeah, that was that was pretty solid. Did you you see any fire tweets recently? Uh, No, my my fucking my entire like feed is just elon musk mm, yeah sitting sitting on the pot at twitter headquarters it's just he's just sitting on a chair he's just, just dump just dumping it out and letting it and and also taking a poop mm-hmm. no, <laughs> that, makes, that makes sense good, good for him at least I mean, he's got some know, two dumps at he's once. got some poor twitter twitter boy coming up and cleaning up he's yeah he's got a he, he has a twitter squire mm-hmm. good for you know good for him that's, i say that's what i say um, uh, runner-up would be probably be uh, Spit and Chicklets reposting from the Pittsburgh Penguins Blackhawks game, uh, and we'll get we'll we'll hit on this later. But uh, there's a reason why uh, everybody on the ice was mimicking Evgeny Malkin's warm-up routine. Mm-hmm. It kind of looked like a it kind of looked like a um, what is it uh, the when all the swimmers are doing it in unison. Oh. Uh... <laughs> Uh, good, good, good. I just underwater basket weavings. What comes up to? That's, me, I don't think that that's, that's it. I don't think it. it's underwater basket weaving. No. Yeah, uh, uh, synchronized swimming. Synchronized swimming. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So uh, it, it very much looks like that um, when everybody's legs are up in the air and they're moving around stretching. So it's it's, pr- it's pretty funny. It's pretty good. Um, and there's there's a there's a bullshit tweet from uh you know you know there's those hockey sites and profiles that will tweet shit uh, just to get clicks. Mm, you know, like, you know, controversial yeah, shit. Yeah, you know, like once a month you're like, uh, McDavid's going to fucking Dallas. And everybody's like, bullshit. But but if 19,000 people go on there and comment bullshit, then they, were, then they won. <laughs> right, then they feel good about themselves. Yeah. Uh, they can sleep. Yeah. So uh, from the Dusty Bender account, I tweeted bullshit to a to a rumor 
um, uh, a rumor that uh, some random site tweeted out. So, uh, mm. yeah, we'll 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 but we'll get into that later as well. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So let's uh, keep it right on track here. This is this is mostly a Kraken hockey podcast. So let's get into some Kraken hockey. Uh, okay. Well, one of the first things you want to talk about uh, some well-deserved kudos for our man in goal. Man, Martin Jones. I mean, from from you know the Dusty Bender outcast <laughs> at the beginning of the season. Uh, admittedly, admittedly, uh, chalked more down upon Martin Jones than we do Mackenzie fucking Blackwood yeah, and Jake I mean, Allen. We really kicked him. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, he, him, and and Susan got together. They've been emailing and faxing. Oh, God, she really can turn somebody's career around. She turned him around. Susan Allen is an absolute magician. Uh, go to www.susanallenhockeygoalie.com. She's she is Miss McGee from Youngblood, where where Rob Lowe ends up. You know, like the the billet mom that has that that does it with all of the uh, with all the kids that she billets. God, I hope she's cute. Uh, T- I've never even looked her up. Maybe she, is she cute? Uh, I I just remember on the DVD that the ch- like you could go into like old DVDs like there's scene selection, and that that scene was called Tea with Miss McGee. Oh yeah, and, <laughs> and I was and I was all about it. Um, yeah, good. Uh, so we digress. Yeah, yeah. But to young, young, to the th- Young Blood <laughs> is a good hockey movie, by the way. Um. Rob Lowe, Rob Lowe, and Patrick Swayze on the ice. Uh, it's fantastic. All right, I have to, I have to, I have to rewatch that. It's been a little bit. Ke- Keanu Reeves plays the goalie. Uh, he has no lines in the entire movie, but, <laughs> but, but <laughs> as a goal, as a goal, yeah. Ke- Ke- Keanu Reeves, they they were going for ultra realistic, and they gave the goalie mm-hmm. no lines. Yeah, yeah. And, and rightfully so, and rightfully so. Um, so, uh, what, yeah, what Martin, about Martin what about Jones? Martin Jones? Martin Jones got one of the best awards that the NHL gives out this time of year. The third star of the week. Um, and I, I just think it's funny. I mean, only played two games, so you always think, like, you know, it's, <laughs> I mean, he probably should have played a couple more games to get third star. But, uh, well, you know, we're not going to complain about it because he went 2-0 and with a 1.9 goals against average and a .932 save percentage. Uh, just a couple of overtime wins, and honestly, when we'll get into them, um, a lot. I, I think I think you know, letting in four goals in two games. I honestly, I think two were on the power play. One was a squeaky, lucky bounce mm-hmm. against LA. Uh, like really, just stood on his head. I mean, you know, like like he's been doing essentially after you know the first four or three or four starts that he had on the season. So. Uh, yeah, kudos to him. He's honestly he's the number one in in our hearts and on this team right now, and will <laughs> hopefully continue to be that. Or um, you know, Hackstall's going to be underneath uh, the, the fire again. So well, so speaking of being underneath, I was going to say about the thumb because um, I mean we can't sing the praises of Jones highly enough, but uh, uh, the the German gentleman is now back on the ice. Uh, off off of IR and now backing up Jones it sounds like Um, we kind of hit on this before don't really need to retread it but really at this point the only reason that you you put it you you know you put him in on you put him in on uh, back-to-backs yeah 
I, I, I mean, yeah. Jones is playing too good. Real random question on this. Go, you know, second of a back-to-back, yep. easier team. Yep. Grubauer has a shutout. You're a coach. Do you start him the next game? Nah. You like, you say you say, hey, Grubauer, good job. Yeah. Little, you don't, little butt pat. It's it's not a it's not it's it's not going to be a situation where it's it's Jones's to lose, not Grubauer's to gain. Like until sure. Jones fucks up. It, it it he's the starting job and like you got to fuck up a lot like it's going to be it's going to be like multi-point games where he's put post in like an under 900 save percentage sure you know like other than that there's just there, there's just no way and he's he's playing too good like he's what he's if, literally keeping if, these guys in games sometimes yeah what if, what if francis came to you tomorrow and said hey i know jones has been been the guy but we gotta you know Grubauer's got to be the guy if we're going to make the playoffs, and you know we got to start getting him hot now. Like if your if your GM is basically coming down sure. and, and you know saying, "Hey, you, this is what we have to do." I say, "Hey, uh, I mean, from from somebody who has nothing to lose, like I, you know, if I care about my job, I, I tactfully tell him, like you know, I don't I don't think that's a good idea. I think if we take Jones out at the moment, we're not going to make the playoffs." Um, mm-hmm. even if you think that Grubauer is like the playoff goalie, which I don't even think there's an argument for that. No. Like, uh, it's, does he have a proven, does he have a proven playoff record? I don't think so. I mean, I, the only, th- the only time I can think of him having any sort of success, he got hurt against the Knights. Yeah. Again with Colorado. Right? And, and Right. And so he's having a little bit of success up until then. And then it was like, well, you know, w- Fuck, he gets hurt. Sure, and we're and right. we and we're seeing right now, like we, we, hindsight's twenty twenty. We know that the fucking that that Colorado Avalanche team could have won with Mackenzie Blackwood in goal. Like all they needed, some sure. all they needed to do was have somebody that could stop a puck from like the outside circles uh, if Kale McCarr wasn't on the ice. So, <laughs> I, um, yeah, I mean, it's he's so good. you mean God, he's so. You mean Pavel for you mean Pavel Francouz wasn't the answer? No, I don't. I don't think Pavel Francouz is even in like the top fifteen goalies in the league. There's like ECHL guys that are just fucking stonewalling on the other side of the ring. I don't know. I don't know if it's that bad, but <laughs> but like he's he's de- he's not elite. I don't think he's elite. I think he's passable. Could Shane Wright score on him though? Yeah, easy. Mm. Yeah, that's not a problem. Speaking of, no, yeah, uh, good segue. Shane Wright uh, finally going to kind of where we've been saying he should be all along uh, through exploiting a loophole in the mm-hmm. agreement that the NHL has with whatever that the CHL. I think it's all of the leagues. Okay, um, exploiting a loophole. Yeah, but. In that, but you're right. CHL, I think it's the over, yeah. overarching, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good uh, Exploiting a loophole in that, uh, Shane Wright has been loaned to the AHL on a conditioning stint. Uh, I think he can play a certain number of games there. Yeah, uh, I think it's, so it says five games or fourteen days. Okay. So probably they'll probably go with the five games to spread mm-hmm. that out a little bit, and then here the plan actually after that is to send him to the. Uh, Team Canada training camp. This has been the plan all fucking along. Uh, I mean, I think no. I would. I would. I think it's the backup plan. I think that um, mm. 
you know, if if Shane Wright just exploded on scene and forced, you know, there's there's always that. Like if he just sure. forced them to stay, you know, like like Maddie did. Matt, Maddie Beniers has forced the Kraken to keep him there. Yeah, but I mean, he had an extra year in Michigan. It's it's slightly different. It is slightly. It different. is slightly different. But we've seen. I mean, you've got these teams that like to cook guys in the AHL for you know two three years. Sure. So um, I, I think the NHL is getting away from that now as much. Uh, guys, the, the Red Wings really used to fucking just overcook people. Like they used to keep people in the NHL or in the AHL for like three, four years, and it was just fucking mm-hmm. miserable. Um, it was really bad. Uh, so I think that we're he's right where he needs to be, and we saw it. Uh, he got a he got a nice goal tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little breakaway goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean it's definitely where he needs to be. Um, I wish and we were kind of talking about it before the podcast, right? But I wish they would kind of readjust how this works. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I, there's got to be something like the Kraken. You know, send a new vending machine to his the <laughs> Kingston Frontenacs or whoever. I think that's who he played for. The Frontenacs. Right? <laughs> the Frontenacs. Frontenacs. Sure. Or the fuck, there. I don't even care. Uh, you know what I mean? Like they get they get like a, a year's supply of fucking stick tape or something. You know yeah. what I mean? Like. I don't know, like just for for Kingston to just just cut his contract so he can go play in the God. AHL. Um, it, but you know, but the, but you're right. I mean, this is exactly where he needs to be. And he he um, the the few highlights I've seen of him today from from playing in uh, Coachella was that he looked good. I mean, that's where he needs to be. Mm-hmm. It's just the perfect. You know, there's that mix of so, you know some NHL. There's some guys that just couldn't quite hit the NHL. He's getting the physicality. Uh, young guys, yeah, exactly. Like it's just you know, like we've talked about before, it's probably you know second, third, fourth best league in the in the world. So uh, see what he can do, and and he just walks out and, and scores a goal, right? So yeah, I, I I think it sucks that it's a loophole that he has to take, and and. I, I personally, I, I mean, you're right. They, if he would have just lit the world on fire, then there's no way that they could have, you know, he would have been playing NHL games. Um, but I mean, it's not, it's not like he had the opportunities to light the world on fire, mm-hmm. right? What are you, what are you going to do with six minutes a game? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? No. There, there's not a lot of players in the in the so, entire world. So we could argue that that he was never, he wasn't given a fair shake with the Kraken. Sure. Um, I think that that's still. That's I, I think, think that's still in plan. play. Yeah, I think that's absolutely still in play. That he didn't. He just didn't get an opportunity to do it. Um, but that being said, we're you know we're here now. So um, right. Right. I think that this is probably a good trajectory for him uh, because they'll you know from Coachella they'll loan him to Team Canada and you know mm-hmm. he'll he'll be able to get some more time and and cook a little bit I guess. And honestly, uh, it seems like the Kraken don't need him right now. So. They don't. I mean, they they honestly don't, and that's we've been saying that for a few fuck a few podcasts now, right? Yep. Like, you might as well like uh, this is the better option. Uh, it's just the fucking janky ass way to get him there. Yep. But yeah, but I mean now, yeah, you're right. He gets to go. He gets to go play for Team Canada. He's gonna he's gonna probably play top line minutes with. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of this guy Connor Bedard. Um, heard of this guy? Yeah, yeah, maybe in just like passing or something. Um, yeah, I mean he's gonna he's gonna go get to light it up, right? I mean he's gonna get to do what Mason McTavish basically got to do last year, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, it's just it's a good setup for him. It's just just be real with me, Francis. 
Hackstall, be real with me, right. right? Like they, to me, they knew what they were doing the whole fucking time. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, there's been beat writers that have been saying this is what they're going to do the whole fucking time, mm-hmm. but they come out and they're like, oh, well, he just he loves practicing. Like, fuck off. No, he doesn't love practicing. <laughs> he just you are trying to find the fucking way around this shit. Um, yeah, so that's my two cents. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. No, I, it makes sense. He likes pra- mm-hmm. he likes practicing. What about he likes practicing? This is where he wants to be. Oh my god! Fuck off! Fuck off! Yeah, fuck off Bullshit. is correct. Okay, um, so that segues us into real quick. Uh, we'll we'll hit on the last two games that the Kraken uh, had uh, in between our episodes. Um, I think as we were recording the last episode, they were in the middle or just about to start the Rangers game, and then uh, they played the the Kings on Saturday. Very important game on that uh, Thursday game ends 3-2 in OT um mm-hmm. knocking the rangers down a little bit. Rangers are uh, a good team but slumping at the moment. Um yeah. they're kind of struggling a little. Uh the Kraken on a I think this was like their third or fourth home game in a row. Uh they're on a bit of a home stand at the moment, so um they're they're enjoying that as they can. Uh boy, this was a this is a hell of a game. Um and this is a solid win too. You know, I know, I know that, that the Rangers are uh, in a slump at the moment, but fuck, they are they are so good. Um, a lot of talent on that team. Igor Shosturkin, obviously. Um, when you know when uh, when Martin Jones sends Shosturkin down the tunnel, slamming his stick against a door, and you know throwing a scene on camera, uh, boy, you you know that uh, they're doing something right. Was the was the video of him doing that with with the someone had the buoy head i don't know if it was the i don't know if it was the actual guy that was the mascot mm-hmm. but have you seen this is that is that real i just i swear that's fucking i well Photoshop i know i know that there's somehow. i know that the, the one where chester can go down the tunnel and fucking slams his stick against the door that's real yeah but i i think I, i've seen one where buoys there's just like a guy like a normal ass dude but mm-hmm. then he has the buoy fucking head on mm-hmm. I, don't, so I, don't, I don't i don't know i, I haven't seen it I, yeah, I, don't, I have a I have a feeling it's fucking Photoshop, mm-hmm. but uh, if he if he was there, you get one point, Bowie. There you go, Bowie's. Yeah. I'm I'm I still hate how he looks, but I, I'm I'm coming yeah. around to him, I guess. Even right. though even though we he, have to, even though yeah, well, I mean we don't have a choice, but he is also he is just a gritty ripoff, so mm-hmm. whatever, it's fine. He's um, the poor man's gritty cousin. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking at goals yeah, in this game. Great game. Uh, looking at goals, we've got goals from Everle, Tanev, and Sh- and uh, not Shifley. That's not right. Schultze. Schultze, yeah. Um, hell of a game. Uh, these guys are just, you know, the fact that ten- when when Tanev scores, it you can just feel it on the bench. Like you can see the guys just get excited for him, um, because this guy really is heart and soul of this team. It feels like. Wait, who? Tanev. Is this in the Ranger or the Rangers game? Mm-hmm. Oh, I have it as McCann as the first goal. Oh, really? Oh, I do have the Winnipeg. I have Winnipeg pulled up. I'm sorry. What are you thinking? Bro? I don't know. I don't know why I pulled up yeah. Winnipeg. Uh, either way, yeah, Tanev is the heart and soul. But I think I think there I think there's a lot of good 
I think what's working for him for sure is like you think of guys like Tanev's a perfect example. Gotcha. Tanev, I think I think Yanni Gord's a very good example as well, right? Like he he's okay being third yes. or fourth line minutes yes. as long as he's just continuing to play fucking hockey. Yeah. Just, he's a, seems he's like in a, a guy that he's in hockey. a good role. You know, we had that one breakout yeah. year in Tampa, and I think everybody was kind of overestimating, and and they did. Like they're like, oh, he's yeah. you know he's just he's a first line guy that's just buried on a team, and I don't I don't think that's the case. I think he's a second third line guy. Um, yeah. So when he's used appropriately, he he can flourish. Uh, yeah. Now I have now I have the fucking right game picked up. There you go. I was Come staring on, at man. Mark Shifley on the fucking Rangers. I was like, what the fuck? Um, okay. So McCann did he get traded? <laughs> yeah. Right. That was the that was the tweet that you were. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> fuck. Mark Shifley's been um, traded to the Rangers. So Bullshit. Jared McCann uh, leading leading the team in goals. Um, mm-hmm. Once again, he's he's meshing right along. With uh, Maddie Beniers and Jordan Eberle, that line is just, love that, that line. line is so fucking good. I love that, that line. Line's sick. Um, God, can you imagine? As soon as as soon as Borkstrand figures it out, that this team's gonna be deep. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, oh yeah. So Jerry McCann puts up one, uh, and then Justin Soltz putting away two. Um, he's been off the score sheet for a little bit in the goals column anyway for a little while, so it was good to see him uh, bounce back up. Yeah. Uh, honestly, but, and then the next game, so we'll get to it in a second. Mm-hmm. He just went out and put two more assists up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I mean, so we know this can we yeah. Schultz Schultz looked really good. Honestly, the team looked really good. Um, this was the game that I was talking about. Jones two power play goals. One of them one of them was a was an unlucky bounce. It literally like I think it was the their second goal mm-hmm. that Trocheck scored. Mm-hmm. It was literally just like a bounce. I, I, honestly, the first one was a shitty bounce. So it's just two shitty bounces where essentially the Rangers just had an open net. Mm-hmm. Like there's not much Jones can do on either of those. Um, but the team in general, I think, looked really good. A uh, real interesting stat is the O for four power play on the Kraken, which is mm. um, hasn't quite been. I mean, their power play has been much better this year, uh, so it's a bit of an anomaly. It's not hard to do from last year. Sure, I mean, yeah, a lot of these stats are improvements. Um, but yeah, no. Overall, a, a really good game, and again, yeah, Jones. Jones is definitely uh, he's the backbone right now. But I think, like you were saying, I mean, they're, because they're seeing Jones have success, I think the rest of the team is kind of just going, "Hey, let's let's get some let's get some wins, yeah. right? Like let's get some let you know yep. let's play for each other at this point, right? Jones is Jones is standing on his fucking head. Oh, let's you go. can so. you can see it. They're feeling it. Like these guys are. Oh, yeah. They're they're. Oh, yeah confidence yeah there's no there's no hanging head there's no like mm-hmm. oh we're a new sucky team like this they're feeling it mm-hmm. um and you can see it Definitely. kind of like in the energy of like them on the ice um in their like post-game stuff it like even even in the presser stuff they're like forced to do that they all fucking hate um they seem happier you know it's it's hard to stand for pr photos and cool jerseys and shit when you're terrible Dude, I had a couple interviews. Like high school hockey in Alaska is pretty big, and mm-hmm. I had a couple interviews for for the news. Mm-hmm. How do you hate it? Come on, man! Like it's it's whatever. It's fucking fifteen minutes. It don't matter. Right. That's fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so great great win uh, on that, bumping them up a little more, and then moving on to probably the more important game of the two, which sounds weird yeah. because the, the the Rangers are definitely on paper the better team. Um, but sure. based on the standings right now that we really didn't expect happening, uh, Kings and Kraken but kind of battling out for uh, that second spot in the Pacific Division. Um, Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. So give me give me your initial thoughts on this. So what the Rangers game was was you know the Kraken getting up two one, letting a late goal in on the power play, and then and then overcoming it in overtime. Mm-hmm. This one 
was they went down to one mm-hmm. and and then you know they're able to kind of come back with with a few i think it was only uh, yeah i think there was only a couple minutes left yep or, yep uh so yeah I, I don't remember exactly how how it all shook out but um yeah, this is a big win. I mean, we were talking about that on the last podcast. Like, these two games against the Kings, I think they have another one coming up here pretty soon. Yep. Uh, these two games against the Kings are probably their two biggest games when, like you just said, the Rangers are arguably the better team between the three. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but, uh, yeah, I think uh, this is this was an interesting one. And, and honestly, another one, uh, just another another team win, right? Like, I, that's, just, that's just like what the – what is given the crack in success is the fact that they're literally like, yes, McCann scored, uh, but then you get Daniel Sprong, then Jordan, it's just like, you know, or, or Everly with the, with the OT winner, which was a fucking sweet two on one, honestly. Yes, I, I wish more guys would, would shoot more fucking pucks on two on ones. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, honestly, it's just another, it's another solid game. Um, yeah, not much else to say. I mean, they're just rolling lines right now. Like, I, I it confidence. seems like Eberle is finally finding his groove. Um, as we mentioned, kind of when I was talking about a game that wasn't that we weren't talking about, uh, uh, Eberle yeah. is really finding his groove. Uh, I think the line chemistry between him and McCann with with B- Maddie, you know, we've talked about it before. Like Maddie is like the best. Uh, he's not the guy, but he's the best guy next to the guy. Like if you if you want somebody passing you the puck, he's gonna be fucking feeding you. This guy, he he does everything right. He just doesn't really excel. And even then, when he keeps developing, he might be the guy that they'll end up passing it to. But at the moment, when you've got Maddie Benier centering, you know, McCann, who is a current goal scorer, and Everlay, who has shown it in the past to be a goal scorer, um, you're gonna you're gonna have success. And this line seems to be really really hitting it well right now. Um, Everly's leading the team with 15 points. McCann's got seven goals, leading the team in goals. Uh, Burakowski, 11 assists with assists. Uh, penalty minute. Carson Soucy has 25, mi- <laughs> 25 penalty minutes. Didn't know that. Um, <laughs> little surprise. Brandon Tanev has the highest plus minus with plus 13. That's impressive. That was pretty good. That was really good. Um, um back, back to Ebbs real quick. Yeah, yeah. I, I, just get this feeling like him playing with Beniers just is the perfect player for him. I think he is, and and the re, the reason being, I think like Eberle, like he's been around for a long time, right? Like Jordan Eberle basically, you know, killed it at Canada when he was you know juniors, mm-hmm. uh, you know, mm-hmm. um, and so like he was just he's been around for a long time, thirty two, and I think I think having Beniers on his line is just fucking energizing. Yeah. Right? Like, Maddie just goes and digs and is still a good offensive player, but plays defense. Every but he's probably, fucking game. Every oh, fucking every game. game. Every game. He's he's going to be the he's gonna be the steal of that draft at two. Yeah. Right? Yep. At number two, he's going to be steal. I mean, he's going he's gonna to be better in power. I mean, power, power. you know, defense take a little bit longer. But, I mean, he... he fuck, he should have gone number one. That's just stupid. But... You know, but but I think that's what it is. I think honestly, like Everlay, you know, was probably starting to get just get bored. Yeah. Right. I mean, if you think about it like that, and, and Maddie was just like, no, let's you know, fuck, I, I all these questions that I, you know, I, I want to be playing, and in, in, in hockey is where I want to be, and Everlay's like, okay, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. I, I'll I'll score fucking five goals, right? Like he has five goals in in you know less than twenty games at this point, right? Like uh-huh. that's pretty damn good for thirty two year old Everlay. So no, it's um, not bad at yeah, all. I think that's. Like that's a lot of it. Not bad at all. Um, I I love that kid, and it seems, and it, you know, because Bernier's is not. 
It's not popping up on the score sheet as much. Um, but but good things happen when he's on the ice. Yeah, 100%. And it's not just like because he's a good luck charm. Like he, he does the right things and make and makes his line mate. That almost makes you more of an asset in the NHL than actually being a guy that can bury the puck. If you step on the ice and can make any line good, that makes you an incredibly value, valuable asset. Yeah, and now he's rocking the mustache. You seen that? Shit? I did see that. Yeah, it's looking. Yeah, he's got his, he's got his little bushy mustache. It's looking going. real good, real good. Um, yeah. Not much else to say on. I don't. I mean, this is just a good. This is this win had to feel real fucking good for the guys. Mm-hmm. Um, this shows that like okay, like we are, like you win this game and now we are in a play. Like we're fighting for a playoff spot. Like we're. This is no longer like. Well, if we win, you know, great, awesome, cool. But at the end of the day, we know we're still not going to make the playoffs and we're not trying to. Um, this is one of those wins, those turning points where the switch comes on and you're like, oh, shit. Like, are, are we <laughs> – somebody looks around the room. Are, are we doing this? <laughs> are we – are we good? Are we Are we going to – are we, are we going to play this now? Okay. All right. Here we go. So Yeah. I, I completely agree. I think the only thing I would say, I think, I think you're like – can you imagine they win that next one against the Kings, right? I mean, they just they take this one and then they take the next one against the Kings. Who's who's in their way? They, who's who's in their way? Exactly. Like who 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 can tell the Kraken? Who can tell the Seattle Kraken that they're not playoff contenders when they just beat the team who literally they know and the Kings know sure. that they're battling for second and third right now in the Pacific and. And, and Seattle beats them twice, mm-hmm. right? I think that's that's for sure the game that Seattle goes. Holy fuck, we're we might do this thing. We yep. might we might make the fucking playoffs and get you in year two, right? Yep. I mean, um, yeah. the, the uh, ah, we can get it. We can get into it later. I don't want to go too and far, dude, at the moment. But yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll we'll get there later. Um, so yeah, coming up, uh, what are we looking at? Uh, games on the horizon. Good question. Let's see how my internet does. Got to, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll answer that question. Um, Wednesday, November 23rd, so tomorrow, uh, or today as you listen to this, probably we're listening on a Wednesday, uh, we're recording this Tuesday night. Uh, playing the Sharks, uh, Sharks are, are, are bad. Um, Kraken could pick, pick up two easy points um, mm-hmm. at home. Uh, should be should be a good game. It's one of those, you know, we talked about it before, like, there's a lot of parity in the, NA, parody in the NHL um, on any given night. Uh, the worst team in the league can, you know, pull one over on the best team. Um, but at the end of the day, the best, the good teams still, you, you have to win these games. And, uh, you know, even if they're walking into it as, you know, kind of some favorites, uh, I think that, um, you know, adding this will probably help their help their situation. And these are just points in the bank when, you know, say, say the teams that we expected to do well, like Calgary and Edmonton, find a way and start making a push again, uh, points that you get off of the San Jose Sharks will come in handy later on. Yeah, I got to have the easy points. Yeah, exactly. So last, last, home, last home game before three away games, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Okay. So Sharks and then uh, heading on the road to Vegas, uh, probably looking to get some revenge from their home opener where the, the Kraken just got the shit kicked out of them by the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, and then for the, to finish off the week on Sunday – uh, heading heading to Anaheim, it looks like um, the Ducks are also not good. Easy win for the Ducks. <laughs> <laughs> Your poor duckies, man. Oh, oh, they're so bad. They are. They're so bad. Truly bad. Um, 
fighting. I, I get so so uh, so. Dude, Connor <laughs> Connor Bedard skating with Zegers is gonna be so cool. That'd be pretty nasty. I, but I think they be. throw him with. I think they. I think they throw him with Mason McTavish. Probably. <laughs> Probably. We're already we're already planning on it. I'm already writing lines for 2024. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess I guess on the last broadcast it was uh, Blues Blues and Ducks. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, the the broadcast team for the Ducks were like, yeah, they had a players only meeting. Uh, be really interesting to see, you know, kind of how they come out today. It the blue scored like eleven seconds. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like oh shit, here we go. <laughs> they they had a team meeting and decided we are going well, to suck. Hey, yeah, you, has anybody talked to Bedard today? Because he definitely <laughs> wants to be an AI. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's just, an they, easy they win for the t- Ducks. They had a team meeting and decided that we're not going to try anymore. <laughs> We uh, we just fucking pack it in, boys. We've had a we've had a team meeting. Uh, we've come to the decision that uh, we don't give a fuck. Yeah, we're making our monies. Um, it's gonna be great. Basically, our uh, we've been we've been directed by um, uh, ownership that pretty much every player's responsibility on the ice is just to ensure that uh, Zegris can Michigan some more. Yeah. Uh, it's because just, it's just because we uh, it sounds like uh, the the Ducks ownership is actually petitioning the league that uh, uh, Michigan's actually count as uh, points in the standings. Yes, like like we we for like uh, Zegers doesn't get the actual point in his stats. Uh, it actually every time we get one, it, it gives us a point in the standings. So it'll and go, if you it'll go wins, losses, overtime losses, and Zegers Michigan's. I think it's actually Zegers Michigan's then wins. Uh, um, <laughs> I think those are worth three standing points. Goes up to Gary's. Hey Gary, listen. Uh, Zegers is on the cover of the the NHL game. Like I I think uh, I think you need to make this. Yeah, I I voted for it, and if you don't vote for it, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, that's what I've heard. That's what. Uh, it, he, the the ducks. Gary Bettman was actually on board. I'm on board with this. I think that this is going to be a good thing for the league and make me lots of money. And then there was a, uh, and then they realized that uh, the, the they actually have to take a vote with all the other owners, and they were unanimously voted down. I'd say, I'd say honestly, that's for one. That's how I imagine Bettman actually talking. Yeah, yeah, that's that's um, his voice. And, and, and two, I definitely see him like agreeing with any GM or player that he talks to, and being like, "Yeah, it sounds like a great idea." And then he knows it's not going to be passed. Right? He, do- like, he knows that, that it's not going to make guy, it. Right? Yeah, yeah, he's a yes guy, but he, and then he, and then it doesn't pass, and he's like, "Oh shucks, like, <laughs> oh shucks, ah rats." We were <laughs> was really hoping for you there. Hey, sorry, Zegris. I <laughs> uh, figured. Figured it would pass. We do but like. Yeah, we, I I voted for it. We do make lots of money when you pick up that puck. <laughs> uh, ratings in Anaheim just go through the roof, and you guys are the 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 lowest TV ratings of all three California teams. <laughs> you think you think Gary Bettman plays NHL? Think he plays chill? Plays GM he's mode. A, he's a he's the GM. <laughs> <laughs> he, he has a special version. It's the fucking president mode. He plays. He plays GM mode, but like he doesn't play to win. Like he plays to make the most money. <laughs> like, he has like he has different like different options that we do for like advertising he, and he marketing has, and he shit. Has, he has Boston. Like he, you set the schedules, and he just has like Boston play Toronto like nine times in a row. 
the writings are gonna go through the roof. <laughs> if you're in either of those cities, though, you can't watch. Yeah. <laughs> Pan- Panthers play like one game in like Sweden. <laughs> that seems fair. Uh, but let's not play any games on a Friday night. Only the teams with no, only the so he like you could just tell that the teams that with with huge. Uh, TV viewer markets, they just get out like the coyotes. For some reason, the, the Coyotes haven't won a game all year, but they just like play every other night, and they're and they're and they're playing other teams with like huge markets. So, you know, Phoenix has the third largest viewership in all the country. That's why they won't get rid of it. His other favorite part of the game is just draft day when he gets booed, and he can do his like his character does the like yeah, bring on the booze. Yeah. He's got an emote. Yeah, he's well. He's unlocked different celebrations. That's right. That's right. Good for him. Comes out, does man. the Yager salute. That's good for him, man. I think I think people would start throwing shit at him if Probably. he did that on stage. I think that's a he that's did that. A, a, it's gonna be a new feature in the game coming out. So, so yeah, um, uh, we'll 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 dive Batman into mode. we'll dive into it deeper. But uh, Seattle Kraken sitting third in the Pacific Division right now, ten five and three, twenty three points. Uh, we'll we'll dig into it, but looking good, looking yep. good. Uh, Definitely. Natural uh, segue over here. Uh, another cool game that happened just recently at Climate Pledge Arena that wasn't the Kraken. Uh, the U.S. Uh, U.S. Women's team just kicked the shit out of the Canadians uh, on yeah. their seven game Summit Series or whatever the fuck we're calling it. Um, I. This is an absolute slog yeah. of a schedule for them. Yeah, uh, you were just—we were talking before the mics went hot. Like, God, can you imagine? Like these—we already know these two teams don't like each other. Like these two guys, like these girls, really just tear the shit out of each other every time they play. Uh, there's no way they—they they, there's no way they follow each other on Instagram, right? There's just no way. There's no way. No, 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 no. They—they they really don't like each other. Um, yeah. But even looking at the, even I mean, looking at this, I, I am. I don't know what's going. Granted, I don't follow the U.S. and Canadian women's rosters uh, probably as much as I should. But um, God, I, I don't know what happened. Wasn't Canada always like these last games? The U. Like I, so I looked up on there. I was like, how is the U.S. just kicking the shit out of Canada right now? I thought all oh, these games were close, and I looked onto it, and the first two games that were played in Canada, the U.S. also won. So yeah. they're yeah, they're three and zero. They're poised to basically sweep the Canadians in the seven game series. Which it's not a seven yeah. game series. Like they'll play seven games regardless. Um, at least I think anyway. Uh, but yeah, they're they're coming up on a on a technical sweep here. Yeah, I mean, so it's it's interesting. It's it's a weird kind of talking about just their scheduling, right? So their first game was the fifteenth of November. Second game was the seventeenth of November, and the, the third game of the slot was November twentieth. They fucking hate each other. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's just... And and now we have, like, a three-week break for them to kind of, you know, take a few chill pills, drink a few beers, and forget, you know, what what Sally Sue on on the other team said to her. But, yeah, honestly, like, being down 3-0, why even... You don't even need the other four games. No. Right? I mean, there's just... uh, I mean... Uh, but yeah, super cool that they did it in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other the other two were in BC, right? Kelowna and Kamloops. Mm-hmm. It looks like um, West Coast. Um, so I have a minor tin tin foil conspiracy 
theory. Uh, right. You think that the towns that they have picked these games, you think they're doing it to judge how well women's hockey will go over and maybe dip their toe into trying to put one of those w, uh, NWHL teams over here? Wouldn't you? Um, If I was in the NWHL, yes. If yeah. I was the NHL, no. Uh, they've made it pretty adamant that, you know, if it... If a if a opportunity presents itself where they can make money, they'll do it. But it, I mean, at this point, they're not going to spend money to try to make it happen. Sure. So, I mean, maybe. Uh, looking at this, is is this like a U.S. rivalry series? So it looks like this is staged through USA and can and Hockey Canada. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't like a NWHL or NHL thing. I think this is a this is a partnership between USA Hockey and Hockey Canada. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know if they have the, uh, like, I, yeah, I don't think they have, like, the Boston Pride. I don't think they have any players from that. I would assume they don't. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just me not digging into sure. it enough. No, but... and, I, and I don't know either. Um, but, yeah, so I, I just, I look at these cities, and they're just too well, like, Kelowna, Kamloops, Seattle, Henderson, Nevada, Los Angeles, California. Um like these are smaller markets, but not, but not too, not too, uh, not too small. Yeah. Um. They're also like, in my head, these are cities. Well, I don't know about Kelowna and Kamloops to be sure, but, um, Seattle. Uh, I I mean th- that arena was packed. Yeah. I so the, the the two that actually interest me or like surprise me a little bit are actually Seattle and LA and the and the reason for that is be curious and and that plays into exactly what you're saying, mm-hmm. right? Like can these kind of games be supported in a bigger rink, right? Um but I but I think the the thing with those two cities is they also have junior teams. They also like Henderson is even AHL. Yeah, Henderson's uh, Kelowna, the Knights. Kelowna yeah, Kelowna and Kamloops are, are both uh, are both junior teams, right? So, um, you know, so kind of kind of testing it out that way. So, yeah, that's a that's a great thought. I think honestly. that, and I think that that's probably the more realistic. Like, if you want the NWHL to work, I think you set your you set your standards reasonable, and mm-hmm. you try to like. There's just trying trying to get the NWHL as popular as the NHL. Like, shit, the NHL's been in existence for over a hundred years in in one way or another and it's it, like it's only been starting to get popular and successful in the last 20 years like i remember growing up hockey was still a pretty niche obscure sport mm-hmm. you know um so like trying to model yourself and trying to be is just as popular as it's just i i think that's unrealistic and it, you need to set more realistic goals like if you want if, if your business plan or your ability to get a women's team is more along the lines of, like, trying to bring in the same crowds that, like, the Spokane Chiefs do, then mm-hmm. I then I think you're I think you're in a better position. Sure, 100%. Juniors and, and AHL, ECHL. Yep. I think if – don't – why are you trying to sell out, you know, uh, the fucking Canadian or the Maple Leafs rink to right. start, right? Like – it's because then you're just going to get discouraged, right? Or, right. or, or your or your sponsors are going to get discouraged. Um, yeah, I agree. I think I think those th- those should be the target rinks. Uh, you know, playing at Mullet Mullet Arena or something. You know. Yeah, 
Yeah, exactly. And I, I think that sure. that's I think that is a realistic expectation. And if if you reach for that, then then you might be able to build some momentum. But you know, yeah. I, me me tuning into an NWHL game and the arena is one of the you know it's like it looks like fucking Frontier Ice Arena in Coeur d'Alene, and there's bleachers on only one side of the arena and half of them are full. Like that doesn't inspire confidence in me to be like, ooh, this this league is just catching on fire. Like you, you can get you can you've got more you've got more fans going to a, a fucking you know ACHA game, sure, and that that's just not going to bode well. You've got to be able to at the end of the day when it comes from a money perspective, it's a, you're putting out an entertainment product, and you've got to able find find the right audience, and you got to find you just have to set a realistic expectation. I just so well, yeah, one thing I do want to just touch on before yeah. we kind of move move another direction um so uh lpga which is the 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 golf the women's golf league Mm. it's essentially it's like as high as it goes they saw they saw their viewership skyrocketed like uh someone will have to fact check me but i I believe it was like 40 percent last year okay something just ridiculously good okay um and so so you know some of these women's leagues i think need to kind of see what LPGA was doing that had success, right? They had some success. And and one of the reasons that LPGA had some success was they are kind of marketing towards this is what, um, you know, some, some of these guys, this is fully golf, but like mm-hmm. some of these professional golfers are way too fucking good. Mm-hmm. Whereas the LPGA is actually like there's some, there's some men's, golfers that are just average you know go to the go to the golf course and play really good tournaments and stuff like that uh that can somewhat relate okay right? and i think i think it's an interesting point to think about like that's kind of kind of the way that they uh marketed it is basically like you know this is this is much closer right like you know this is you, you know you're never gonna be Sidney crosby mm-hmm. um but there's some really good fucking players that you know uh, Hillary Knight, uh, yep. you know some of these some of these players, right? Yep. That like you you can emulate a little bit more because you, we all know you can't lacrosse goal. You fucking mm-hmm. suck, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Like, yep. And, and not saying Hillary Knight can't do that. I'm just saying, like, you know, uh, I, I think I think there's a there's a you know looking at it that way would be a, yeah, you an have, interesting marketing strategy. You have to be realistic about it. Like, it, it, you can't sure. sit it here, especially from like the hardcore ultra, whether you be a man or woman, like you can't sit here and be from the ultra feminist perspective of like, you know, oh, you, you're just not watching the game because you're sexist because they're women. It's like, n- no, like, I mean, if you're, if you are watching an entertainment product, like at the end of the day, you watch again, not to, not to bash on the NWHL, but like those games are, they're rough. Like some of those girls are, it, it seems like they're trying to stand up sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, like it, it, it can be rough. I'm not saying that they're not the they're, they're not you know good. I'm just saying that like in terms of an entertainment product, like it, it's slow. It's slow hockey, and you've got to be creative in finding ways to get it going. Like and I, so, one of the questions I was going to ask you to kind of put a bow on this: Do you think like in just women women's hockey, women versus women, do you think if, if in any capacity if they introduced contact would would add any sort of appeal? I think one of the, one of the reasons that the NHL still I know they've been trying to cut it out, but one of the reasons that they get average fans to go to these games isn't necessarily scoring goals. It's definitely not goalies oh, making saves. You're 100% right, right on this. 
one one of the one of the biggest things that they get average fans to go see, and and, and Coyotes was a perfect example. Every time I'd go to a Coyotes game, there's at least ten random losers in the fan just yelling <laughs> fight, right? Right. right. Um, and so I, I think I definitely do think that that would help. Uh, I mean, we we have we have Lady UFC, and it, it honestly brings a good crowd, right? I mean. Um, you know, not to not to say that the NHL should just allow absolute brawling in 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 their sport to, to hopefully get some people interested right. more, right? But like, but but I do I, I agree. I do think there. You know, I, to answer your question, I think I think that would help a little bit. Um, you know, because because yeah, I could see I could see some big girl just lay out a, a tiny little girl, mm-hmm. and you know, shit, man, like I. The, the the least amount that I'm gonna do as an actual hockey fan is jump up in my seat and, and, and go oh fuck. right 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 uh, you know so so why not right and we've um, got leagues so, yeah. there I mean you know it's more tongue in cheek and jest but like the extreme football league the lingerie football league like sure. that's full contact they're running they're, they're running at these each other sure so I I just don't understand I think maybe you know I I just think that that might that might add something to it and make because that that is a large that is a huge element of why casual fans like hockey at the end of the sure. day that the number one like you grit your teeth every time you run into a new friend that you tell them you play hockey and they're like oh man i love the fights and you're like oh, yeah they're great yeah like yeah, cool, you do too like you agree but you just hate when casual fans are like yeah f- fighting's great like like it's the only thing in the game right and right so that can get frustrated so yeah that's okay so um, but long story short, I, I do think Seattle would be primed for a, for, I, I think it could sustain an NWHL team. So I think, I think you're right. And I think it's because of the amount of junior arenas that are yep. close proximity. Yep. Yep. So I agree. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. We've got some milestones that we're going to hit on uh, before we get into our main topic. Uh, Bergeron hits a thousand points. His, uh, his, his, but uh, the whole bench clears to come congratulate him. That was, that was a pretty heartwarming moment. Pretty sick, dude. Uh, Ber- Bergie, Bergie just seems like one of the good dudes in the league. Yeah, he's a good guy. Like he's just good dude, you know. Maybe, um, yeah. Maybe, maybe when uh, Mark Messier dies, they'll name their award after Bergie. Yeah, hey, there you go. There you the Selk, the the Selkie is now the Bergie. Yep, yep. Uh, I like that. Uh, yeah, twelve hundred and thirty-five games to hit a thousand points. That's pretty damn pretty good. Pretty good. It's pretty fucking good. Pretty damn good. Um, Malkin also making to a thousand games. His uh, his his silver stick game. Um. Mm-hmm. For for his for his game, we were kind of talking about earlier. Uh, so his warm up is like very energetic. Like he lays on his back and he moves his legs around in the air and everything. Um, the the entire team copied him. That's pretty sweet. It was pretty cool. Uh, it's it's a very cool video. Uh, very wholesome. Everybody's laughing. Everybody's having a good time. I, I definitely recommend you go out and wa- uh, to, go 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 jump online or Twitter or whatever. And and we, I think we retweeted it. Um, mm-hmm on the dusty bender so yeah go check that out that was pretty that was a pretty wholesome moment um malkin yeah uh, uh, so to to end on these two uh bergeron and malkin uh hall of fame material yes or no multiple cups for both i I, honestly you're anywhere close to a point per game and you have multiple cups (laughs) right you're you're the guy right i mean you you're you're one of the players that got them to those to those cups, that that to me is more, you know, either of them could not win an MVP, and, and to me, they, you know, they, they're a huge part of those so these, cup wins. So these, these aren't even, like, a question. Like, they're both, 
You think they're I both think in? Both, both of them for sure. Okay. Yeah, I, right. it's just it's a shoe in. I think. I I would agree. Um, I think that. Uh, yeah, I would agree. I think that there's probably, you know, the um, the only I God, I'm really trying to struggle to make. Like you could argue maybe they're they're eternal sidekicks. Hmm. Sure. They're the guys next to the guys, but but you know nowadays even with the hockey hall of fame even the sidekicks get in, so. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean that's that's true. I but I think I think both of them like like didn't Roberto Luongo just get in? Yeah. Like I, what the fuck did yeah. he do? <laughs> he played it. He he put his time in in Florida for a little bit. That's dude. not we, that's, we, that we owe him as much the, as he can. <laughs> Play, played oh, in shit. Florida in the nineties, and it just has Roberto Luongo. Uh, Bergeron. Five selkies, pretty sexy. That's pretty. Yeah. That's a pretty sexy trophy to be winning. Yep. Um, yeah. I. I honestly, I think. I, I think you're right. I think uh, it's just. It's interesting when Crosby goes down or when Crosby was having his concussion stuff. Malkin stepped up. I mean, he's he's a number one. He's a number one center. He just you know happened to kind of be in the shadow of Crosby because uh, you know it's just it is what it is. Crosby's Canada's golden boy, right? So. Right. Um, you know, so I think I think you're right. I think they're still they're kind of second fiddle guys, but man, I mean th- those teams don't win those cups without those guys. Nope. There's just no way. Nope. There's no way. Nope. They definitely don't. And not not with close to a point per game. On I mean, Malkin's over a point per game. Ben Bergie has fucking five selkies and is just you know just a, a you know a couple hundred points under your point per game in, in his uh, 1,235 games. So yep. yeah, I've, I mean to me, there's just there's no way they don't get in. All right, makes sense. All right, last uh, side topic here. A uh, little injury news. Uh, the uh, um, O'Reilly, Riley, uh, Morgan Riley, yeah. Morgan Riley with the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs uh, down for at least ten games, um, depleting an already depleted Toronto Leafs blue line. Um, since it's Toronto, everybody's already saying what Dubis is going to do to uh, to restock that blue line with Muzzin down also. Uh, maybe for the yep. season may possibly even done completely um scary situation there uh possible trade targets for them uh, i think the big fish in the water right now is your boy eric carlson yeah eric carlson or eric carlson should be at the top of everybody's list right now if, if you're trying to make a push and the sharks say yeah we'll hold on to a half of his salary uh fuck dude i mean at this at, how hot he is it's just no way. I mean, you gotta if you're if you're even interested in, in winning a, a Stanley Cup this year, you gotta you gotta be uh, at least asking what it's gonna take. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I will uh, just for the sake of argument, I will argue against mm-hmm. that. Um, like, okay, if I'm if I'm Kyle Dubis, or if I'm that stupid rumor website that says that the Red Wings are going for him, uh, you're you're Carlson's agent. Sell me Carlson sure. right now. He's not hurt. He's not hurt. <laughs> I mean, I, what else do I need to tell you? It's literally, that's literally his mo. Uh, okay, that's it. That's my sales pitch. That's, that's all it. Takes. That's it. All right. Um, he's a uh, he's he's a fucking he's he's a Maserati that works. Yeah. Right now. Okay. Okay. Um, I I argue uh, I counter argue that um, this guy is injury plagued, and while sure. he may be playing well right now. Um, it's only a matter of time until he goes down again. 
sure uh, shit is. His his uh, his his injury history is just remarkable. Um, the guy is how old is he? He is thirty two years old. Okay. Um, I, I, okay, I won't make that argument because thirty two, I think, for a defenseman is fine. Um, hey, I'm thirty, dude. Well, I mean, it's different, you know. And I'm at, I'm in my I'm in my peak performance yeah. right now. You're in your prime. <laughs> I'm in my prime. Uh huh. Um, yeah, but uh, Carlson. Um, and I would argue, um, like this is this, even you know, he, yeah, he's doing good right now. But this is this is a flash in the pan. Like it, this is it's been three or four years since he's done this. Sure. Oh, it's been more than that, dude. It's been like it, yeah, he's having a nice resurgence, but like this has to this. I would argue this is an exception to the rule, not like the second coming of Eric Carlson. Like this is this is maybe like his twilight. Like he's you know going out with a bang kind of thing, and then he's done. Like this isn't like a, oh he's found his game and we're gonna get the the best you know a second wind of Eric Carlson for the next three years. Like I just don't think it works that way. Um, yeah, it's sad that we're all we're all just waiting for the inevitable at this point. That yeah. sucks. Yeah, that's it sad. does. That's sad to be. And honestly, like. Honestly, maybe maybe him, maybe him not playing second D pair minutes because Burns is there. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe maybe it's able for him to stay a little bit longer of, of you know a little healthier. Yeah, maybe. Um, uh, I I would I think I'd like to argue on that also that so like if I am the Leafs and you know if it because there's a lot of people that are saying this just makes sense. Um, first off, where are you getting the money? Uh, if I'm sure. if I'm Toronto, uh, you, you know you could move a contract or two. Um, I don't think San Jose is probably not interested in Nylander. They want somebody younger, so you're going after one of Toronto's picks or prospects, Robertson, and probably a fucking uh, some sort of young D, and then a first. In, in probably, first, yeah. Probably. But you're you're if if you're the if you're the Maple Leafs, you're not interested in anybody that's playing well right now. You're not trying to win, and they would just be wasted. You know, picking up, you know, throwing Willie Nylander, uh, that's that's just not, you know, that that doesn't. If I'm the San Jose GM, that's not appealing to me. Hmm. You wouldn't want not you wouldn't want Nylander with like uh, the Hurdle Meyer connection. When, when I'm well, when I'm trying to sell those guys, sure. You know, like I'm I'm not. I think the only guy that I'm trying to keep of those is, um. Couture, Meyer. My, wait, Meyer, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think Couture is on the block. I could see maybe maybe Hurdle and Meyer the guys, but definitely so Meyer. I think he's only twenty six. The Leafs are the Leafs. I mean, it makes sense for the Leafs, but if I'm the Sharks, I don't know if this makes sense. Like, the Leafs are going to need to uh, the Leafs are going to need the Sharks to take extensive cap, and they just don't have a gross supply of uh, prospects or picks right now. Let me sit, let me let me throw something by you. Okay. If Jake Muzzin is done, mm-hmm. that is a bit of an offset, right? So you send you, you send. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't know exactly. He's on L, he's on LTR right now, so I'm I'm sure that they don't that doesn't count to their their cap. So they yeah, got a, they mean, got a little room. He, but if he's on yeah if he's on LTIR, then he they, they definitely have a little bit of room if his contract isn't on that mm-hmm. roster, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah, so let me let me throw this wrench into there a little bit. I know. Um, so he, we're 2023, right? He's got six years left on that deal in San Jose. He's, he, he has this year and four more. 
Holy at fuck, what nine nine so point, much. nine point something? Uh, his cap hit is eleven five. What? His cap hit is eleven five. You're, there's there is no like I if I'm any team talking to the San Jose Sharks, if they don't immediately start the negotiation with we'll keep half, I'm not even listening. For all five years. Yes. For all five right. years. Th- th- like there's if, absolutely no way. Like you, you are taking half of this contract, or we're not even talking. The the only te- the, the only teams that I think legitimately like Toronto people talking about Toronto people talking about Red Wings. I don't think either of those teams are in it because San Jose is not going to keep Toronto. half those books for five years. There's no way Toronto so, can't so, afford anything higher than five point five mil. Like if, if they can't take yeah. on a six, seven, eight million dollar player for this year, let alone right. Let alone what they want to do in the in the next couple of years if they're going to hold on to Matthews and that kind of shit. So I I, I think I think honestly the only teams that realistically no Matthews we're is going, going to, to Arizona maybe I mean he he would play at Mullet Arena and love it oh yeah absolutely um, and I just saw it was like Nick Bajug status on the is the top center there in Arizona they're so oh good. my fuck they're dude. so good they did just get Schmaltzy back but you know that's, that's just good. like one goal every church and Churchin too. Chicken, yeah. Chicken, um, so, so I think I think the only the only teams that realistically can be in any sort of market for Carlson is you're banking for one. You're banking on him being good through the rest of this contract. Was yep. thirty six years old for a defenseman who is really good. I mean, we've Carlson used to be really fucking good, but you're banking on him making it to thirty six when he's had the injuries that he has. He hasn't played more than like fifty five games in the last four years. No. He's a, he's he's an injury. It's, it's such it's it's a massive risk, and oh, I huge. just it, with with the money that's attached, there's just I I don't that's I just huge. don't. Pretty much the only thing that is going to encourage them to play and be able to make this trade is the fact that you've got you're you're leaning hard on the fact that Eric Carlson is going to have a resurgence. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, there's really only a few teams that I think realistically should be looking at this guy. I, it's it's in ironically, it's not any of the def, like cup contenders uh, because th- those teams aren't going to have. See, any that's sort the only of, those are the only teams that make sense to me, though. I know, but they're they're not going to have the cap, Mm-mm. and they're definitely not going to have the cap. I mean, the, the, maybe teams that are, are kind of in you know in a one and done type of year, right? If you're looking at uh, I'm looking at you Penguins Boston, right? Right, where like this is probably their last hurrah, right? I think that maybe is okay. You could argue but that. I, I think I think realistically, if if you're looking at an Eric Carlson type type of contract, um, I think so you're, you're thinking looking, more of teams that are like hopeful to make one last run whereas like a cup contender i think either one last run or there may be two to three years away you think that's where i would put those that's where i know who i think is stupid enough to do this ducks probably probably no no that's not what i was gonna say but that's Mm. that's probably not a bad uh John, John, fucking trade him you, john klingberg G, gm comes up he's like imagine it <laughs> hey guys guys he, he barges into the players only meeting <laughs> getting carlson everybody just relax it's all solved 
Back to your shit. God damn it. <laughs> uh, you could start playing well again. Yeah. Um, uh, Florida. It's not bad. That's not a bad choice. No, I'm, I'm, it's not. I'm not saying that it's a good fit. I'm saying that they're stupid enough to convince themselves that that's a good idea. Like they Do would, they, they would the Bob Roski the shit out of. They would Bob Roski the they shit would, out of. They would, they would Bob Roski. Honestly, if we're if we're talking about teams that would Bob Roski the shit out of the the mm-hmm. Carlson deal, mm-hmm. how is Vegas gonna make this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how are they gonna the make fir- the cap work? Couldn't get him the first time. We'll do <laughs> it the right. second time. That's right. Uh, we do. The uh, oh, the Vegas go- Bill Foley with the Golden Knights announced today that they have uh, traded for Eric Carlson. Uh, when when uh, publicly that uh, Bill Foley with the NHL found out that uh, the NHL will be circumvented uh, will be over the cap, uh, Bill Foley was told, and I quote, "What's he gonna do about it?" <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, what? Can... <laughs> Batman's like Batman's like, yeah, guys, I'll try to make it work. <laughs> you guys are you guys are over the cap right now. Yeah. Well, what are you gonna do about it? The, the Golden Knights are going to try to somehow offload Evgeny Dadanov's fucking contract again. Again? <laughs> <laughs> sharks are... Sharks are, uh, I don't know. Sharks were, were on this fucking no-trade clause, I guess. We actually... Like, over the over the course of the night, they just, we just, like, find, like, three obituaries for Shea Weber, Robin Leonard, uh, Lauren Brassois. Mar- Marion Hosa again. Marion... <laughs> Marion Hosa's been traded from the Coyotes. Jesus Christ! Oh shoot! Yeah, it's it's it. Honestly, honestly, I think the Sharks are. I think the Sharks are are in on him for the next at least through uh, two years. There's no years. room. Like I, I mean, God, there's no room. There's no room. There's, no room. there's just it's that that it's if I'm sitting here, if I'm the Sharks, like you, you're you're stuck. Like you're in the yeah, middle of a are. rebuild, you need you need the cap space, and you need a. Re- you're just. I don't see a situation where you're going to be able to convince a team that this is a good idea. Well, that, I, I say that, and then that being said, there are really dumb GMs out there that probably think that Eric Carlson is still 26 years old. Yeah. Um. So maybe. Yeah. Like I, oh I, oh he's going oh you know what he's going to fucking Edmonton I knew it. Yeah. He's going. Ken Ken Holland is just banging down his fucking door right now. You know it. Well, Kaner's off the books until his fucking, uh, you know, until his wrist is back unsliced. So right, yeah. That, so I we, mean, could, Holland, we could. Holland's got some space. Holland is the king of broken toys. He's like if he's I'm, like a he's like a he, he. I swear that he has dementia and he thinks it's like two thousand. You know, fifteen. He's like, guys, come on, listen. Duncan Keith and Eric Carlson on the same D pair. Can you imagine it? Can you imagine this? Oh, and they're that like, yeah, guy. when I was like four. This past podcast brought to you by uh, Awareness for Dementia. Yeah, Awareness for Dementia, folks. Find the cure. Boy, uh, that is that is very true. That is okay, absolutely hot, true. Hot, hot take for you. Okay, here we go. Carlson doesn't get traded. Carlson Carlson's not going to get traded until. And if I'm Greer, why am I trading him? I I, I know I want the picks. I want the players. I he's understand hindering. That. He's hindering your rebuild. I mean, sure, but his contract's an anchor, and you just can't. I mean, like you're not going. It, it it's it's bad for all parties involved. Like 
let's let's be honest here for a, not to cut you off, but like let's be honest for a second here with Carlson. Like, yeah. why is he playing well right now? Because he's getting first power play minutes uh, on a team that still has Timo Meyer. No, I mean, like, what's his Tomas motivation? Hurdle. You think you think he's playing well because he thinks that he's going to drag the San Jose Sharks into the playoffs? No, he's playing well because he wants to look good. He's he's Eric Carlson. He wants he kn- to he, he wants knows, to be the best defenseman in the league. That's who Eric Carlson is. He knows that if he can actually put together a good half three fourths of a season, he will get moved at the deadline. Yeah, I mean that's that's true because if you're going to take five what five point seven five to to half of his contract, right? If you're going to take five point seven five on a contending team. He better be putting up twenty nine points in twenty one games, right? I mean, here right, I'm gonna. So yeah, that makes sense. Defenseman stats. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm going to hit you right now with with a with a theory. Okay, so as of right now, of all the defensemen in the NHL, Eric Carlson is leading all defensemen with twenty nine points in twenty one games. I was I was staring at it in twenty one games. He's got twenty. He's eleven goals and 18, 18 assists in twenty one games. Yeah. Uh, if we make it to February 26th or 4th or whatever the NHL trade deadline is, whatever weird arbitrary day that they've picked after we watched ping pong balls go up and up and down, mm-hmm. um, what it, you he is not not getting traded. He is he's getting traded. If he is leading the league in defense defenseman points, he is absolutely getting moved the deadline. There is somebody in the league that will convince themselves of like. We are on the precipice of winning the cup, and all we need is Eric Carlson. We don't even need him for a full season. I just need him to be healthy until the playoffs. We'll put him in a bubble until game one, and then if we can just get him to do exactly this, and then he breaks his ankle again, it'll be worth it. I mean, if if Carlson makes it to the deadline without missing any fucking games, his season is essentially over. Right, because he doesn't play more than fifty games in a season. Over the, I mean, if you're taking averages, yeah, he doesn't he doesn't play more than fifty games in a season. You're you're basically getting to the trade deadline. He's played all whatever the fuck games it is. It's probably got to be close to fifty games. Sure, he's done for the season. He's getting hurt the day after the trade happens. I think what's what it, what is happening right now is that like Eric Carlson has had a very honest conversation with management, and he's a very honest conversation with his agent. And both of them are basically telling him, like, Eric, you have to be the best defenseman in the league for us to be able to move you to a contender. Yeah. And so far he's doing it. I, I is I think there is a very bit there there is an argument here for um Norris trophy candidate or early, early very early, I understand, but He's if we had to if we had to pick nominees for Norris Trophy uh, today, uh, my ballot would probably be Eric Carlson, Kale McCarr, and if you say Dougie Hamilton, that's literally my decor on my fantasy team. Yeah, probably Dougie Hamilton. Um, <laughs> you know, I could I could probably make an argument for. Uh... Yeah, yeah, it's it's probably Dougie Hamilton. It's probably Dougie Jesus. Hamilton, Adam, Adam Fox, or Eric Carlson. Speculative Flyers feeling pretty fucking good right now. Yeah. Woof. Minus Tory fucking Krug. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, I I don't I don't think that that's just uh, it's he 
is playing out of his mind. And I think that he's going to play himself into getting traded. I think at the deadline, that, that is just going to be too much of a tempting target. The fact that the Norris, you know, basically the Nor- one of the guys in the top three of the Norris Trophy conversation is available at the deadline. Um, there's, yeah. There is a team Fuck. that will You're break right. their fucking backs to try to get him. It's gonna, and it's going to be dumb. It's going to be dumb. I know it's going to be dumb. There's no, I do not foresee a situation where they say that Eric Carlson has been traded to blank, and I, and I look at the deal, I'm going to go, oh, man, what a fucking deal. Like, there is it's, no fucking way that it's going to be I, a good deal. I think it's going to be Sharks. Sharks are good. I think Sharks, th- there's no way a team can offer enough that the sharks are gonna are gonna come out winners on this though. That's that's my only thing is like if Greer is actually a good GM, it's it, it is Greer, right? Like I keep saying Greer, and hopefully that's the actual I GM. So. Yeah, of the I don't say sharks. Uh, we need to get Samino on the on the on the horn here. Sure, yeah. Um, there's no way he's gonna come out of this no. a winner. There's no <laughs> way. No, twenty nine points in twenty one games, dude. Like it, 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 you he get can... one first round pick. Come on. Let me let me right? boil it let me boil it down. Greer can either get picks or he can get salary he can get more salary taken. He can't have both. There is no like oh, he can maybe like maybe he can offload like maybe he'll convince a team somehow to take half or even a little more than half of Carlson's contract. Maybe. But if they do that, there's no fucking way that he's getting any good picks or prospects. Mm-hmm. Any team is going to be like, uh, dude, I'm already soaking up this contract that is definitely not like he has not played up to this contract until very recently. Like this is a huge risk since he's been on San Jose. Right. So then there's the other option of like, well, I'm not going to let, you know, like my star defenseman Norris trophy candidate level defenseman right now go for go for nothing. I'm going to need some picks and prospects. Great. Happy to send you some picks and prospects. You're taking at bare minimum half his salary. Yeah. If not if- more for the next years like that's yeah. that's my whole thing like, oh yeah no it's not this season it's it's this is in perpetuity until he's done like this is this until is his you, contract's over right until his contract's over yeah yeah you have to yeah yeah there's there's no there's no way about it there's no it won't even get in the room if he comes in he's like i want I, if you guys want eric carlson you're gonna have to take you know seven million off his front every year they're gonna be like fuck off bye Oh, until he's fucking thirty six, dude. It's it's, just, it's asinine, dude. It's a you, bad deal. So, the, but that's that's why I think teams like Boston, you know, Boston to me is a is a big. Well, do you even want to fuck with that roster, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's the same thing with bringing in a douchebag that was picking on the the freaking disabled kid, right? Yep. Like, do you even want to fuck with that roster at this right. point? Because no. literally, dude, like. You know, so you're right. I think, like you brought up earlier, I think Toronto because of their their injury woes. But but you also don't if you're if you're Dubis, you don't want to freak out because Morgan Riley, you know, maybe misses more than ten games. Um, I'm not saying fuck, that he would fit in if, you, if, if if the stars align and Eric Carlson is somehow miraculously healthy and he doesn't get hurt and he even play and he plays close to what he's currently doing right now and he gets to Toronto, he could be definitely an asset, 100%. Um, well, to a degree. That's that's just another offensive defenseman on your team. Um, when really you lost Muzzin, who was more of a shut... Well, not shut down, but he was, you know, was a stay-at-home D. Um, so you're kind of losing that. But, like, I'm, I'm not saying he wouldn't be an asset, but, mm. God, how do you pay for that? 
Like, like Toronto, will, will, they'd be in a position of not even being able to, like, it's not that they won't take more money. They can't take money. Right. They'd be like, they're going to have to be like, you're going to have to keep, you know, most of this contract and we'll give you picks and prospects plural. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and, I mean, it's and good. William Nylander. So, so in reality, right, to get Carlson on, on the pace that he's at, mm-hmm. if, he, if he makes it to the trade deadline, if he's, I mean, okay, double, double what he's at right now, right? Mm-hmm. He misses a couple games here and there maybe. Um, 42 games played. Right? Mm-hmm. 58 fucking points. Mm-hmm. Right? Think about mm-hmm. that at the trade mm-hmm. deadline. Mm-hmm. Oh, Can it, you imagine the King's Ransom you're going to have to give up for this fucking guy? Unreal. It's asinine, dude. Unreal. Asinine. It's the, the only thing that is in Greer's corner is that if Carlson keeps playing well. If Carlson sure. keeps playing well, he will play himself into getting traded at the deadline. No shit. That's, that's the only should. thing. And he I, should. He should go. He should go attempt to win a cup. If he's yeah. if he has fifty eight points in forty two games at the trade deadline, that's he deserves a cup. Don't let him why, sit on your fucking team. Yeah, hundred percent. That's why. That's why I, like I said, I I foresee this deal being stupid. I foresee it blowing up in the face of whoever trades for him, and I would probably say it's going to end up being Florida somehow. I think if it's Toronto, here's here's what it is. Greer holds. Greer I just don't holds, think they can do it. Greer holds half his contract for the next, this or, you know, the rest of this season and the next four years. Uh-huh. Um, you're giving up Nick Robertson. You're giving up uh, uh, fucking Sandine, Rasmus uh-huh. Sandine, who's a, who's a high D prospect for them. And you're giving up at least your next three first round picks. At least because Greer's holding half that contract. Right, right, because because like we said, the money is not like the money isn't. It's it's not a question of negotiation. Like Toronto right. cannot take on more money. Yeah, like they are ag- they are against the cap, and then they're going to need to have room to sign to re-sign Matthews. Right. So yeah, it just ugh. yeah, they, that they, is that's it's, just it's not going to happen. It's just going to be a king's fucking ransom for this guy if he if he puts up anywhere close to the pace that he's doing right now. Yeah. That's um, not- uh, one, one, one quick last question on Carlson. I know we spent quite a bit of time on him. Uh, someone asked, is he's Carlson going to, he's not going to the Red Wings, but is Carlson going to hit a hundred points as a defenseman this year? No, no, I don't think so. I agree. No, no, I don't, I don't think so. And it's not, it's not, again, it's not a knock on this. This guy just is injury plagued. Like he's, he is one fucking broken shoelace away from snapping his spine. And I just, I, it's the, the 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 history is there. He's when was the last time he played a full season? Uh, full season is 82, 82 games. Fifteen, sixteen. Great, awesome. That's that's fantastic. Last time he's played over fifty. Okay, let's say fifty six games. I said fifty five earlier. It's fifty six. Last time he played over fifty six games was sixteen, seventeen. Let me throw or seventeen, eighteen. I want to throw one more curveball at you. All right, on Carlson. Um. There may be a theme here of Carlson only flourishes on bad teams. Oh. What do you think about that? I think with an 11.5 thousand or 11.5 million dollar contract, 
he has to be on a bad team because that's a fucking what what was ransom what was his high water mark what was his high water mark that one year that the ottawa senators like just completely blew everybody away and made it to the eastern conference final against pittsburgh Mm, that was their most recent high water mark and even then, like that was that was i think danny alfredson was still playing I think it was. I think it was six, maybe sixteen, seventeen. That sounds way too long ago. It was. It was a. It was a long time ago. Like this was a really long time ago. Let's see. Let's. See. I remember. There, there is a way to figure out. Let me see. Eric Carlson. Um, you know what I like, and this is just a, a quick plug. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like elite. Is it elite prospects? Yeah, elite prospects. Yeah. They show. They show the playoffs and stuff. Uh, which is really interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Um, so in eighteen nineteen, he did play in the playoffs for the Sharks and had sixteen points in nineteen games. This dude's a fucking stud. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. This is if he didn't have injuries, this guy. This we're not even ta- we're not even really even discussing Headman. Sure. Makar. This guy is a fucking there's a stud, reason, dude. There's a reason this guy left to Ottawa for a king's ransom. Sure. And. There's a like it's. I mean, I'm looking at uh, 2017, 2018 season. Nine goals and 53 assists. 53 assists. That's ridiculous. He's That's, a he is a wizard, dude. You watch him play. He's a fucking wizard. He, yeah. He he was honestly he was ahead of his time because they uh-huh. did they at that point they weren't even letting the defensemen no. like have as much free reign as they do now. Um. So his his season. So the, I, I guessed right. So it was his last his second to last season in Ottawa. Um, 77 games, 71 points. He had 17 goals. Stupid. Uh, this is when Ottawa went went all the way. Um, you know, with with Carlson, he had 18 points in 19 playoff games. Oh okay. my god, oh, that guy's okay. a fucking. That's a okay. thir- plus 13. Sure. I know plus minuses in the thing. Sure. Plus 13. He is in 19 games. That's ridiculous. He is dude. Uh, definitely an offensive defenseman. Sure. Um, I think that because I mean his I think his lifetime plus minus is not great. Uh, pl- yeah. Lifetime plus minus is minus seventy five. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, so like I, I mean as a de- like I understand offen- offensemen could give two fucks less about plus minus. Sure. Um, but defensemen, it's even though we know it's a flawed stat, it still hits you, and it's still kind of important. Yeah. Um, because at the end of the day, in in your title, you're a defenseman. Like you're supposed to be making sure that goals aren't being scored against your team. Uh, I, I will. I will honestly. I will fight for plus minus. I yeah, know it's something that we kind of bullshit about. Like you know, we, a lot of people hate. Um, it's still a fairly valuable stat. I I think it, it is. is. I, in in fact, it I think is. I think people people dismiss it too quickly. I think it is it sure. is pretty. I important. agree. Yep, um, I agree. It is important. I understand it's a flawed stat, but what stat isn't flawed? You know, like look at like sure. you know. Let's are are we going to take away? Are we going to look at Ovechkin's uh, number of goals and get rid of all of his empty netters? All of his empty netters, all of his all his power play from the fucking office. Yeah, from his office. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So so I don't I don't necessarily you know there's it's 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 all about what's technically right because that is what mm-hmm. it's right. Um, yep. Yeah, I don't. It, it's if he keeps playing like this, he's getting traded at the deadline. I just don't. I I'm very. It's going to be like Florida. They're going to make a fucking Bobrovsky deal, and it's just going to blow up in their fucking face. I know. It, yeah, God, I just I know it in my soul. It's going to be Florida because they ju- <laughs> because they just got they you know they just got uh, they just did the Kachuk deal, and on the surface yeah. it looked like a bad deal. You know, on the surface it looked like a really bad deal, um, 
and it's not i'm not saying it's biting them in the ass but they're certainly not doing any better they're barely over 500 and it's only because of overtime losses yeah um we, and we can get into that here in a little, and we should probably move on to our main topic because um, we talked about Eric Carlson for a while. Yeah, um, well, it's it's because I have my, both my fantasy teams, and he's uh, absolutely lighting he's it up. He's just powering I, the fucking I was, teams. I was cooking fucking uh, pot stickers in our draft, and I still took Eric Carlson, just all hopped up on on Yoshida and mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And, and you know and, and uh, that shit. So uh, yeah, pat on the back to me. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> great. Sorry, I'm still fucking butthurt about your fucking win last week. I know, dick. That's all right. I'll get over it. It was. I actually. I, I probably had you sweating there for a hot second because that you, final you, that final day, I had six players playing. You had nobody. I'm like, I had Ooh. zero. I had mm-hmm. zero, mm-hmm. and I wasn't. And I wasn't ready to fucking move on from anybody. I was like, I'm just gonna ride it out and hope to God Jonathan Taves doesn't do what he's been doing surprisingly <laughs> all fucking year. Oh yeah. man, yeah, luckily, I was, you, got, I, uh, you got lucky on that one. That's as sweaty as my balls have gotten all year, Woo. dude. You're, you, was... you know what? You you took the top spot for sweatiest speculative flyers GM balls. Perfect. Good for you. Perfect. Uh, we should we should get a we should get a little small trophy for that. You should. Um, all right. So this is um, this is our excuse to kind of look at the standings again and kind of go over stuff we want to talk about. Um, but you, uh, we have we have we're we're coming up on American Thanksgiving now. And the the fun NHL stat. Uh, go go ahead, Wells. You tell you tell us. Yeah. So um, this was this was a, a they just kind of did a little bit of a poll and a little bit talking to some coaches and GMs and things like that around the league and just feeling how how you know they felt about uh, American Thanksgiving and one of the things that everybody kept bringing up is if you're in a playoff spot come American Thanksgiving, you're feeling pretty good about your playoffs like stance right you you're feeling pretty good about your team actually hitting the playoff mark uh you know months down the road right um so so one of the things that this writer did let me let me go ahead you know what i i don't do this that often let me go ahead and give somebody some sh- a shout out here okay uh, oh fuck it's mark recce wow it's fucking mark recce right in this article for for nhl.com good for you rex man nice that's money that's money yeah. dude yeah. Um, so, so basically, he, he kind of dug into it, and in the last 14 seasons, so from 2005 to 2000, uh, the, the 05-06 season, mm-hmm. uh, excluding the COVID-19 season, um, in those seasons, 76.3% of teams that were in a playoff position on U.S. Thanksgiving made the playoffs. Hmm. Um, and so it's a very interesting stat because... That is three quarters of the teams that are in a playoff spot right now are going to make the playoffs, right? Hmm. That's 14 seasons of data. That's a fuckload. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's as good, like from a data and analysis perspective, that's as good as she gets, baby. So, um, yeah, I mean, you, you know, you're looking at three quarters of the teams that are in the playoff spots right now are going to make the playoffs, if not more, right? That's, it's, 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 it's not a bad thing if you're sitting right. in a playoff spot at the moment. Um, and you make it in. So uh, let's let's run down real quick uh, what okay. we're looking at. So that means in the Eastern Conference, we've got Devils, Hurricanes, and the Islanders leading the Metropolitan Division, as we predicted, obviously, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, as, yeah. as we all as we all knew. Yeah. Uh, the Atlantic uh, being run by Boston, Toronto, and Tampa, and then yeah, the Wild we did Card- kind of know that. 
Yeah, um, I think so. I think we were thinking they were going to be a little better, but sure. um, yeah, they're, they're, those are those three teams make sense. Uh, and then holding the wild card spots currently, uh, the Rangers and Detroit. How I mm-hmm. how I predicted. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, those are not bad. Um, now, am I sitting here feeling real confident that the Red Wings are going to make the playoffs? No, um, but we shall see. Um, I mean, technically speaking, they're in the Metropolitan Division. They're only one point behind the Lightning, which is a very weird statement to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's that. The division's kind of up for grabs at the moment, and everybody's kind of. It's we're we're starting to see some pull away, um, but only by a few teams. Like Boston is, you know, almost ten points up on Toronto. New Jersey mm-hmm. is almost ten points up on Carolina. Mm-hmm. Other than that, everybody's kind of in a log jam. Uh, mm-hmm. Carolina, the Islanders, the Rangers all have twenty four points. Tampa's got twenty three. Detroit's got twenty two. Pittsburgh twenty one. Florida twenty. So you know, all these teams are you know only one one or two wins away from from jockeying for uh, for some positioning. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's interesting, uh, but you know, I if if I'm running these stats, I certainly am not going to. So seventy five percent. So that's eight teams. That's sixteen teams in both. So twenty five percent of the sixteen. What's twenty five percent of sixteen? Fuck, I don't know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do a percentage calculator. That's four, bub. Four. So two from each two let's say two from each division okay so two from each division we got to pick that won't we won't make it mm-hmm. um i think it's easy to kind of say in the east uh fuck i don't know man um this is a tough one okay let me let me let me go first because yeah go ahead you have you have a bit of a homer bias here sure um so so i think that, that my my two teams that i don't think are actually going to make it. I think New Jersey does slide, but I don't think they slide far enough to, to miss the playoffs. So I think no. they're still a wild card team. Um, yeah, it's it's really tough. I think Islanders do slide. Yep, I was as about much, to say the Islanders. As much as I like Sorokin, that team, I just I think they're on a high from a new coach, mm-hmm. but I don't think they're coached well. I don't think that's still a good team. They're gonna le- they're gonna level out. I think they'll level out. I think yeah. they're playing up. I think they're 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 fighting above their belt right now. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I think they'll level out. Uh, do I know who's going to replace them? I would think it was Florida. Uh, you know, or I guess that's not technically they're not the Metro, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, in general, I think I think Florida is overall a better team. Um, and then the other the other team that I think is is close is I I still. I think Detroit's still going to be in that battle. I think Detroit's going to be in that in that Islanders, Detroit, Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. Florida battle. I think that's going to be the last two spots are going to come from those four teams. Okay. Um, so I think I've got, I think if, t- I've got a real hot take for you here. All right, go for it. Hit me. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with my off season prediction that okay. the Ra- the Rangers are fake good. Ooh, I kind of like that though. The Rangers I do are fake like good. That. Um, I. I, you know, they were kind of shoving it up my hoop when we when we first started out the season. They came out real hot, um, but I, I'm gonna I'm not going to waver despite them being okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think that they just Chesterkin bails them out of so much shit. Yeah, 100%. and if if he doesn't have if he has an off night in any way, the Rangers are in trouble. And God forbid he goes down. And God forbid he goes down. So 
Um, I just don't. I, I'm gonna say that like the Rangers are trending in the right direction. They're gonna be good in mm-hmm. you know a year, three years. Um, I just don't. I, I just think that they're fake good because Shostakin is just so good. Uh, mm-hmm. Shostakin rather. Um, Detroit, honestly, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not gonna be. I, you know, I'd like to say that the Islanders are gonna fall out in Detroit, and Detroit will stay in there. But I honestly, I don't. I don't know. We'll see. Um, Detroit is very injured right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and the games that they are sure. winning, they're they're winning the games they need to win. Like they're whooping sure. up on bad teams, um, but it doesn't seem like they can hang with the big boys. Um, but what they're not supposed to be. So that's that's you know they're low expectations. Uh, I I just maybe if Detroit gets some health, uh, they could they could stay in it. I would mm-hmm. think. But um, if their if their injuries plague them all season, I just what they're currently doing I think is unsustainable. I don't. I don't believe that Heronic is having a second wind. Uh, I think he's just having a hot streak. Um, I don't think that the scoring pit, you know, uh, I do believe Kubalik is the real deal. I do sure. believe that Kubalik is the real deal, but uh, I only think, you know, the guys that they've been leaning on for goals are only going to last so long, and I, I just don't know if the talent is there um, without a lot of the guys that they have on injury. So we'll yeah. we'll see. Uh, I think you're right. I think Florida is probably too good to not to not do it. God, can you can you? Why are the Washington Capitals seven ten and three? They are because so low on this. They are they have the same record. They have a technically they have a worse record than Columbus. They've just lost two more games in overtime. And Columbus they, is bad, Taylor. They're old, dude. Columbus they're is old. really Columbus is so injured and bad. That I think they have ECHL players right now on the roster. Werenski down for the season. Uh, that hurts on my fantasy team. And Line, a, Line A's Line down a, again. Line A just can't fucking stay healthy this year. All that of a guy's sudden. that guy's cursed. I I think he's I think he's he's done. All right, so give me give me your eight in the East, and we'll move on to the West. Okay. Uh, Devils are in. Carolina's in. Boston's in. Toronto is in. Tampa's in. Florida's in. Detroit's in. I think that's... Is that eight? No, you got your New York teams. Mm. You got two more spots. Fuck. Um, well, okay, in that case... You no, New York Flo- teams in Pittsburgh. Hmm... Or Washington, mm-hmm. they can maybe get it together. Not could make a push. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna. I, God, Ovi's too good. I'm gonna say that the Washington gets it together and squirts in. Okay. Yeah, okay. I, I would say that. I think I think Pittsburgh is too old and washed up. I just don't know if they're gonna be able to get it together. Um, it's it's not like a Boston situation where they're getting to gain the gang one more together one more time for a kick. Um, mm-hmm. I think that ship sailed a while ago. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't see that. Florida's good enough. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. All right, you ready for, you ready to, you ready to hear mine? Hit me. You ready for this? Hit me. New Jersey, Carolina, they're solid. Yep. Boston, Toronto, Tampa, they're all, they're all in. Yep. Uh, I still think the Rangers are in. Yep. I think Shesterkin stays healthy. That's that team is. That dude can win one zero yeah, games if, all, if all fucking day. If Shesterkin can play well, then then I would probably switch them out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will keep Detroit in there. Wow. Okay. Um, 
And the the team the team that I think is going to actually swap with the Islanders is Pittsburgh. I don't think Florida makes it. Okay. okay. Um, and the reason I say Pittsburgh, I still like Gensel. I still like Rust. I still like Raquel. They really still have some younger wingers on that team that I think can carry them. Tristan Jari is a solid Jari, goaltender. As long as Jari is is yeah. healthy and Latang is healthy. Yep. Uh, Marcus Pedersen on the backside definitely helps them with a little bit of depth from from the D side of things. But yep. Um, so you know, I I just I don't believe in Washington. I I think they're. I think you're right. I think they're just they're they're trying to get Ovi's goal mark, and that's it. Yep. I I I that's that's. But I but okay. I do think Detroit's in. So I think Detroit. You, I think you've, Detroit's you've, in. You've you've convinced me. Um, yeah. I think that I'll I'll swap out the Rangers with with Washington. Um, because at the end of the day, I, I do I made that point myself. Like I think that that is that is accurate. They care more about Ovi's goal record. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would go with that. Okay, jump into the West. Uh, Dallas, Colorado, Winnipeg leading the Central Division. Pacific is Vegas, L.A., Seattle with wild cards: St. Louis and Calgary um, leading Oof. up the rear. Uh, St. Louis just for some reason can't. They just they have to win. They have to go on the streets. They, they don't they get win, it, dude. They win it's ten so in a row and lose ten in a row. Win ten in a row, lose ten in a row. So um, <laughs> so now they've won seven in a row. They have now won seven in a row after <laughs> losing fuck, seven in dude. a row. Um, that's oh, a very this is a very very weird team. They honestly piss me off. Yeah, yeah, honestly, um, fuck them. Yeah, and all their sense. and all their fans, especially their fans. especially especially ones that are I, uh, on RIR right now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's that's mm-hmm. exactly what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That, especially oh, that fuckers. guy. Fuckers. Yeah, fuck sucks. Mhm. Uh, child haver. <laughs> um I uh I'm looking at this right now. Um I think we're close to what I it's already going to look like. Um I too. I don't unlike the other ones, I don't see much jockeying going on. Uh I almost want to start from the bottom on this. Like, yeah, Anna, Anaheim's done. Um, their yeah. their season cash the it se- in for Bedard, dude. Why not? Yeah, season season was over uh, before it began. There's no reason to even remotely try. Dude, they um, went on like a seven game losing streak, and then they were like, "Oh, we're gonna win one game and then go on like another fucking three game losing yeah, streak." It's it's okay, the, just, the, they, yeah. The, t- the the Ducks need Bedard. Um, that's what I would be kind of focused on right it's now. The only reason that Cody Eakins is st- or uh, that fucking uh, Dallas Eakins is still around as the coach is because yeah. they want Bedard, dude. Yeah. They want a top five pick. There, yep. There's no way if 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 you brought in Strom, Vetrano, and Klingberg, and you wanted to actually fucking win games this year, uh, <laughs> Dallas Eakins would not have been the coach. No, no, mm-hmm. abs- okay, absolutely. There's, Could- there's my there's my Ducks plug. There's your Ducks rant. Um, the Yotes, honestly, look, look, I, I think we talked about before. If the Ducks, if the Yotes play 500 hockey this year, that's, that's exactly what they wanted. You know, they, they, awesome. need, they, they need some wins. They, they need some wins to make the, the ASU fans happy mm-hmm. and their home crowd. So they're not like the worst in the league. Um, and, and they're still, you know, they're, they're rebuilding. They're trying to tank for Bedard. So, sure. um, 500 hockey is just enough to where you won't make the playoffs, but you are not so terrible that, uh, people are making fun of you you still have some excitement yeah 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 i mean with you know when they when they get to 82 games and they're you know 41 and 41 like that's not gonna that's not gonna get you in the playoffs but you mm-hmm. know it's everybody's gonna be like oh well the coyotes you know we, we it could have been a lot worse you know <laughs> sure sure been a lot worse for the coyotes so yeah. uh, good for good for that motley crew of you know essentially echl players they have mm-hmm. um vancouver nick Bajug- is nick bajugstad 
Yeah, Bajunk's dead. <laughs> uh, whatever his fucking name is. Yeah. Uh, Vancouver's fake. I'm not even gonna say they're fake good. They like they they just they need to realize that they're that, that's the problem. They can't realize that they're bad. They got they're gonna sell some guys. They need to they need to realize. Well, ap- apparently the rumor is that oh, the, the GM is under immense pressure from uh, ownership to not tank, to not oh, rebuild. Please. It's immense pressure to make it work and try to make a run. So, um, God, the suffering the suffering will continue. It will uh, in a, Vancouver. That's a terrible thought. Yeah, it's it sucks because you know in theory Vancouver could probably, probably one of my favorite Canadian teams, but now now that they're rivals with Seattle, fuck them. Yeah. Um, Eat shit. Yeah. Fucking trade trade us Pedersen. Uh, hashtag Pedersen to Detroit. Um, <laughs> uh chicago is uh again like best case scenario they play 500 hockey uh this is a team that is actively trying to tank Mm -hmm. uh so you know if if they if they are a bubble team at at the at when we come around in february uh that's a bad thing like we they don't want that they want to be bad Um, yeah it's exactly and uh in fact i think they're you know they're keeping that chip in their pocket when they get to the deadline of like if there is even the slimmest chance of maybe making the playoffs uh, they will smother that very quickly with a with a with a nice trade offer uh, for Cannon Taze. So, well, they um, lost their last four, so that's a good start. That is, they are they they were coming out good for some reason. They had a nice little start in the first ten games, and now they're now they're falling back to earth like what we we thought they were going to do. So that's perfect. Yeah, they are they're they're right on track. So they're right. out. Uh, San Jose is bad. Um, I don't really think we need to go too much into them. The biggest mm-hmm. thing that they're going to do is trying to figure out what to do with Eric Carlson. Uh, Minnesota is doing what they normally do, being aggressively mediocre. Five hundred um, hockey. Five hundred hockey. Eight, eight and two. Um, I just this this team is not gonna. I just maybe I'm wrong again. Like the, and they become the 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 champions of averageness and they squeak into a wild card spot. But this team is just not good. Um, and now with I think Flurry went down mm-hmm. with an injury, so now they're really fucked. Was Kevin Fiala the answer there? Uh, to to be aggressively, Talbot. yeah. To be, yeah. Huh, no, no. I don't. I don't think that's. I don't think that's the case. Where's Talbot playing nowadays? Is he still up in Ottawa? Ottawa, yeah. Yeah. Okay. He well, just, he got pulled last night. He's doing so good. I mm. I always knew. I always knew that he was trash. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm not. I don't. I don't foresee Minnesota making a push. I, and that sucks because I I like fan. I like teams that have very supportive fan bases, and they should be rewarded sometimes. Um, Minnesota is the state of hockey. Uh, while the, the Wild have never really come close to any sort of success, uh, yet they still have a pretty dedicated fan base. Uh, it just it just sucks. I mean, it sucks mm-hmm. for the fans. I wish Minnesota was better, but they're just they're just not. That this roster is not going to do it. Um, as much as I love Jared Spurgeon, mm-hmm. um, he is just not. An, it's it's not enough. He doesn't do enough to lead yeah. the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're going to be the captain, you've got to be able to put up some points. And this guy just, I mean, he's sitting on our fucking waiver wire right now. Yeah, I dropped his ass. I did too. Uh, Nashville is going to be a bubble team. Mm-hmm. They're going to make it interesting. Yeah, so what I, what I think might happen is is that I'm going to I'm gonna make a push. If if Edmonton isn't, see, this is the problem. They've Edmonton just lost Evander Kane. Yeah. Evander Kane was the secondary scoring they needed. Yep. Like when, when it's on yes, the cheap. On the cheap. When uh-huh. because the problem forever is that if if 
Dreisaitl or McDavid do not score, this team loses. Mm-hmm. So now they had that third option because they, they've given up on trying to make like a well-rounded team. Yeah. Why, why would you do that? That's yeah, why, why would you do a well-rounded team? We just, we you just, need grit, bro. Yeah. Or or just three guys that will like Nuja Hopkins is like well guys I can maybe play on that no shut the fuck up like you're not you're not yeah, you're not scoring any goals be quiet yeah pass quiet. pass the puck to McDavid pass okay the puck. pass pass the puck all right like that was your last goal if you see Leon or Connor on the ice you pass him the puck <laughs> um. So, if, but Evander was that was that bailout of like if if they're not if you know if if because you know everybody's got the playbook on Edmonton if you can just shut down Leon and Connor you'll it, there's a good chance of beating the Edmonton Oilers. Mm-hmm. Um, they're getting better goaltending, which is okay. Uh, but at the, it, I don't think people understand how much Evander Kane meant to this team. Mm-hmm. Um, and if he's down for a significant amount of time or comes back and he's just not the same. Uh, this team could be out of the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, last year, last year he was on like a one point five million dollar contract or something stupid. So I mean, yeah. like, you know, and then they, they rewarded him. But yeah, I mean, he he really is as much as we hate to admit it. He, fuck, I mean, he yeah, he's he's the he's secondary scoring for them instead of just banking on those two guys and and hoping he it, he is the secondary scorer. Oh yes, I mean it's it's him and it's him and Hyman. Like basically, it's him Hyman and. And uh, Nugent Hopkins are really like, really all they have. Yeah. Outside of those two, um, yep. and so yeah, you just lost one. So I mean, hope hopefully you can find other line mates for those guys. We'll see. Um, I, I'm not. I'm not. If if they can, I mean, they started out good when when Evander Kane was playing. This team was you know leading the top was leading the division. I, I think that that's and that's possible. So um, I'm gonna. I'm my entire opinion on Edmonton is just going to hinge on basically Evander Kane coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, and if the goaltending can still stay above average, let me uh, let me say something about the the playoffs for the Pacific, or for the West. Yeah, if Evander Kane doesn't come back before the playoffs, mm-hmm. I don't know if Edmonton makes it. I think the yeah. eight or I think the eight right now are set. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, if the blue, so Calgary and the, I mean Calgary is playing. I I think Calgary's due for a rebound. Um, they have not been, you know, it, not everybody starts out hot out of the gate. I think Calgary is going to get their shit together. A lot of changes. They're still figuring changes. out the systems. Uh, yeah. Daryl Sutter's got to get used to it. You know, Kenzie Weger's got to get into the sway of things. I think this is a good team. And uh, I think that they will figure it out and, and drive themselves in. Uh, St. Louis, this team continues to show that it can it can figure it out in some, some way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's possible that Binger decides that he wants to be a good goalie. Um, the guys that they just served long term finally figure it out, uh, and Tarasenko decides he wants to play hockey again. Mm-hmm. Um, the, and then the Blues, you know, will storm into the playoffs. So sure. you know, they're they're and Ryan O'Reilly is just like the heart and soul of that team. So um, if he's if he can get it together, then they're they'll they'll do just fine. Yeah, um, yeah I I. Uh, um so i mean i'm not gonna say that there's too much jockey in here the only team that i and i know it sounds weird but the only team that i see like really dropping out like having just a crash course uh is la that's exactly Um, what i was gonna say they're the biggest they're the biggest unknown in all of this to me if edmonton's gonna overtake anybody in they're gonna knock eight right now i think it's la yeah because it's in the division 
Mm-hmm. Uh, L.A. technically has just slightly more point percentage. L.A. or I mean, Seattle. I mean, I mean, let's not be homers. Be, it like could L- be L.A. or Seattle. It could be Seattle. Uh, I mean, sure. it, it's let's. I know we're we're optimistic right now because we're on we're we're doing pretty good in our last ten seven two and one is great. But um, I mean, Seattle is is you know they're they're technically punching above their their weight class at the moment. They're not they're not supposed to be where they currently are. If Dave, um, if Dave Hackstall starts coaching again, Seattle's out. <laughs> um, so, but I would, and I, you know, I, the other three, Dallas, Colorado, Winnipeg, we don't even really need to talk about them. I, I think, think they're those in. three are in, yeah. Um, I think they're in. This is going to be one of those years that uh, uh, Hellebuck is just going to drag Winnipeg into it. And, he and, is. And, uh, Hellebuck and Kyle Connor. Sure. Well, Kyle Connor started off slow. Yeah, but he's a fucking stud. So He is a stud. I know. Um, I, 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 I went against my better judgment and took a player that you like into my fantasy team, and fuck, is it working out? Yeah, Kyle Connor is my absolute favorite. I, I, that guy is so fucking good. Um, Dal and I and Dallas, like I, Jake Ottinger. I, I swear, like I, I swear that Jake Ottinger is not getting the fucking credit he deserves because I think he's just on Dallas. Yeah, he's a beast. Like this guy is. I mean, he he should be in Vesna conversations right now. I think he is. He okay. just he. I think I think we kind of lost him for a second when he got hurt. Yeah, but I think he's still. I think he's still at like a one point. I think he's under two goals against right now, which is like he's. But but he's fallen too. behind because of like just the situation. Like you're obviously your first two are, are oh it's Vazzy or Shosturkin. Okay, cool, great. Um, and then right behind that, I think you know like a dark horse maybe is everybody's talking about Vitek Vanacek because of the Devils' run. Um, I think Ottinger's getting buried in that because Dallas is just quiet. I mean, they're fucking first in the they're first in the uh, in the division. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that it's there's something to be said about that. Mm-hmm. So I think that's good. Um, no, I, I I definitely think um, Dallas is in, Colorado's in, Winnipeg's in, Vegas is in. Uh, we we didn't even talk about Vegas. I mean, they're it's they're good. Um, yeah, they're, they're good. They're much better without Leonard. And yeah, that's that is definitely hundred uh-huh. percent true. Um, I'm thinking that you know, LA and Seattle are the two teams that I are are worried about. I'd like to say that I'm not worried about Seattle. Um, I mean, if they play, if they continue to play the way they're playing right now, then we shouldn't be worried about them. I think. Uh, let, me t- let me tell you why I'm I'm not as worried about Seattle. Okay. Um, I think they're so goddamn deep. They are deep at the they forward deep. position specifically. Yep. They are deep. That. It just, you know, it would take it would take at least, in my opinion, it would take at least four guys to go down from that forward group in order for them to start to kind of feel though feel feel that that yep. wrath, yep. right? And I think that's super good. Uh, you know, Martin Jones going down, yeah, at this rate at like not having seen Grubauer play a game in a little bit, that worries me. But I do think, I think as good as the team is playing, I just hope and pray and and cross my fingers that Grubauer would just at least you know just be in the net and get hit by pucks yep you know yeah Um, I I don't I mean yeah backup maybe but I just I do not he has given us no reason to think that this is this he's a starting goaltender sure I mean other than the money that we're fucking paying him maybe his maybe yeah, yeah. I don't know. All right, Maybe. so give me, give me, give me your eight. Give me my, give me your eight as soon as I close the fucking standings down because I'm a dipshit. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, well then I'll give you my eight. 
Um, well, uh, hold on. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. All right, jeez. Then I clicked on video and shit. Now I'm really fucking struggling here. Dude, you're Oh, just yeah. Yep, no, you gotta go. I can't even get my fucking wild card to pop up, so we're good. Jesus. Okay, here we go. So, Dallas, Colorado, Winnipeg, Vegas, Seattle, Calgary, St. Louis, Edmonton. Oof. I only, I only slightly, slightly differ from you. Okay. Dallas are we just Col- are we just not believing that LA is the real deal? I don't. Think are, are they the are they deal. fake are, are they fake good right now? They're fake, and the reason is, uh, Quick isn't having the season that he had last year, okay. and Cal Peterson, unless he takes over fully that full job, he's not a. He's not a 1B. He doesn't share that net. He has to have the hot. He's got to have the hot hand. Um, and so I think their tendies there in L.A. just are, are a little sketchy. Uh, and and Dowdy's piece of shit. He's, he's a fucking loser. Right, right, right. Um, okay, so mine are, so if we're going, going from that, uh, Dallas, Colorado. Dallas with Ottinger is just they're too fucking hot. I sure. Think, I think they're even too good for Colorado right now. Uh, that's a that's a probably a well. Take, now that Jamie fine. Ben's not in the spotlight, he's actually playing well. Yeah, what the fuck? I've who who knew that demoting too. him to the third fucking line and well and getting knocked out uh, yeah. would make him better? Maybe that's where Carlson needs to go. That's like the resurgence place. Dallas? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Dallas, Colorado, St. Louis. Yep. Um, and then I would go Vegas, Seattle, Calgary as well. Uh, but then I think Winnipeg and Edmonton. So I think LA is also the team in that in that in the West that drops out. Um, but I but I do I think I think Winnipeg as much as they've kind of leaned on Hellebuck, uh, their defense I think is just punching way above their belt right now mm-hmm. uh, to where they're not going to fall out of playoffs from where they're at right now. But I I do think there's going to be a little bit of regression. Yeah. Um, I agree. But you know, and and, uh, and that's also me just being confident in St. Louis based on the success they've had. The in history's the, the history's there. And, the cast is there. Yeah, yeah, just I like you know. I know they're super wishy washy right now, but um, I, I do like the the team they still have built. So, yep, that's me. Yep, I'm with you. I'm same same exact teams, uh, just slightly slightly messed with. I think just I honestly I think just Winnipeg and St. Louis are the only two I swapped. So. Yep, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. I, I think that's good. And the fact that we are confidently saying that Seattle's going to make it is is a big step forward. That's cool. That's fucking awesome, man. God, I mean, I, I think I think playoff berth is is pretty fucking good. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it, it kind of goes. I, I'm a year off, but maybe my my first year prediction of the Kraken, you know, uh, first round playoff exit um, mm-hmm. might might be here. And, it, and and honestly, it'll depend on who they play. Um, sure. I think honestly, are they are they good enough to beat Vegas? No. No. Are they good enough to beat Colorado? Probably not. Are they good enough to beat Dallas? Probably not. Um, a Calgary team that's got their shit together? Probably not. And Edmund, a fully healthy Edmonton team? I don't know. We'll see. Um, mm-hmm. I, it's they're definitely the underdogs in a in a if they make it into the playoffs in every um, single series. Almost. Um, mm-hmm. I don't. There's not very many matchups where I would say like they are leading the charge. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, favorable matchups for Seattle. I would. I would maybe argue 
Yeah, <laughs> there's not there's not many. Yeah, there's not many. I, there's not. I'm not looking at any of them. And I like if they're. I'm, I'm just going like Seattle versus Dallas. Okay, Dallas is the favorite. Colorado's the favorite. Winnipeg. I think Winnipeg would be close. I would give mm-hmm. Winnipeg a slight favorite, but I think it would. It that's closer than those two. Vegas mm-hmm. is. I, Vegas is the favorite. Um, St. Louis, I think, would be close, but St. Louis is is the favorite in that. Cal- Calgary playing right now, I think Seattle's got an edge, but Calgary, I, I just, I really think that Seattle's uh, Calgary's going to get their shit together. Playoff Sutter, dude. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. All right, are we done? I think we're done. Fucking yeah. two hours, man. What a what a what a couple of studs here. I mean, we'll have to trim a little fat off, but uh, yeah, sure, it's it's up there. Sure. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Hope you guys uh, have a good Thanksgiving and uh, go cracking. Go cracking. There you go.